There is a form of multimedia entertainment beyond that which is good. These games are as vast in number as they are terrible. They dwell in the dark recesses of history, unearthed from the pits of the bargain bin. These are the games of horror. This is Garbage Game Night. All right. Welcome to Garbage Game Night, the podcast where we are on the hunt for games so bad they are good. And along the way, who's to say we won't make some new friends, new enemies, discover new passions and new lovers? We'll explore it all in tonight's special 30th episode extravaganza. It's, it's, it's not really that special, Woo! to be honest. But this is our Christmas episode, <laughs> and uh, there will be some theatrics this evening. Oh. And I'm very excited for this one. Uh, all the other ones garbage, but but this one this one's gonna be good. Did I just hear bells jingling? <laughs> did you do that? You did. <laughs> that, that was um, both both Christmas themed, and it's just a, a bell around a cat. Oh, okay. yeah. uh, very perfect. If it comes over well here, I'm gonna grab it and try and grab that cat. All right, I'm gonna need a big cast for this game though, and we have a big cast, so let me introduce them first. Frank, how are you this evening? I am doing wonderful. Excellent. Tom, how about yourself? I'm doing good, man. Good. And Grace joining us this evening again. Grace, great to have you. How are you? I'm great. I have my red wine and I got my nails done. So I'm having a good time. How are you doing? That sounds fantastic. Uh, Thank you for asking, Grace. I am also doing very well. Uh, I'm I'm very excited for the game this evening. I, I'm usually excited, but this one's I, I have good feelings about this one. <laughs> usually only slightly excited, but tonight just a little bit. Usually it's a chore. Hunter, good evening. How are you? I'm doing really well. How's your whole family? <laughs> How is everybody there? How are wow, your pets? I, see I have three wow. people in my How family and pets. How's everybody? All right. They're all doing very well. We, we had just a, saw a little vacation the other night. Yeah, you did. We'd had a projector had a night uh, where we played some games. Thanks for coming. We all had a blast. And uh, yeah, Tom and Grace did that last week as well. But they didn't uh, come oh, last night. Tom, Frank came as well last night. Yeah. Yeah, um, me. Yeah. Great, great solution to the COVID times. Carly, how about you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Episode 30. Wow. Woo! Yeah. What? An achievement. Yeah. I'm looking forward to whatever shenanigans you have in store for us. Shenaniganry. It sounds very interesting. Um, mm. I was practicing voices, and I practiced them so much, I don't know that I'll be able to actually do them on the show now because my <laughs> throat hurts. <laughs> been at it all day. It, I Took cannot. the homework very oh, wow. seriously. Uh, very I, exciting. All right. So <laughs> before we get into the voices, uh, real quick, just give a chance for the last game we played. Hosted very kindly by by Frank. Thank you, Frank. Was Calvin Tucker's Farm Animal Racing and Renzo Racer. As 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 always, if anyone has any thoughts on those games, if they meditated on it and came back with some more thoughts, I don't know that those are games you can meditate on, though. Any anyone want to toss anything in there about about those games? How do you how do you make a racing game that feels slow? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, didn't. That's, that's I what didn't, they did. Did we all? I didn't get to play the. The farm one, did I? Did did no, you I give think a copy? It was just me. No, it was just, just uh, yeah. Chris. So I didn't get a full like feel for that one, but Renza Racer is like, oh, I want to play a racing game, but it's like a slog. Yeah, you feel so slow. It's the 50 controls CC. feel That's absolutely it. terrible. Not even mm-hmm. fifty cc though. <laughs> Twenty five cc. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, how do you like? How is that like? The base for a racing game should be like you know speed. Yeah, but they they took that out and we're just like, nope. Yeah. Matea and I did play some Mario Kart afterwards, and we had a really good time. We're like, we should play Mario Kart more often. This is a good racing game. But thanks, Frank, for hosting. I really appreciate that. Hey, no problem. <laughs> and uh, uh, Tom, I don't know if you noticed or not, you probably still got 
uh, a copy of the game, if I remember correctly. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it as a gift. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, did you have to, to play it a chance, you know? Or you yeah. Just said, no, he's never, he, he's never going to install yeah, that. No. <laughs> Not ever. Yeah, I right. did. <laughs> Played it so much. It crazy fire animals. Anyway, I'll, I'll save you there, Let me Tom. Let check uh, how many so hours podcast, Tom put in. <laughs> some podcast meta Tom? news. <laughs> this podcast will come out on Christmas Eve, so Merry Christmas. Uh, stay safe, do good. What else do I have? Oh, just make sure to smash that subscribe button, etc. So <laughs> we'll get into this, uh, this podcast here, though. Let me set the scene for you. You know what gamer culture hates? It hates corporate involvement, be it accusations of Activision affecting Blizzard's quality or EA and uh, Ubisoft starting unnecessary storefronts and DRM practices, or more currently accusations that uh, bigwigs involved with CD Projekt Red are responsible for the troubled launch of Cyberpunk 2077. So gamers do not typically appreciate the man. Uh, So it seems a little bit counterintuitive for a corporation to blatantly appeal to gamers, and yet there are some instances of this. The genre that this creates has actually a label. It's called Adver Games. One of the first games, while I was researching the topic, it struck a bit of a nostalgic, dusty memory of mine for a game called Checks Quest, which I'm putting up (laughs) on the stream right now. They put it in uh, boxes of checks, and it was a, it's a complete rebuild of the the Doom game, except it's kind of a non-violent first-person shooter. Yeah, it's kind of a a cute game. I remember playing it. It was actually pretty good you got it in your your cereal box and you pop that bad boy in in 1996 and it was it was all right it worked it was considered actually a pretty good advert game and another one that sprung to mind on the nes was a game called spot the video game yeah i remember renting this game from albertson's they had rented nes games and it was a weird like checkers or chess puzzle or maybe othello puzzle game and really the only tie-in with seven up uh was that uh, they sponsored it it seems like and i guess that was their mascot he's like oh we have a circular guy that's our mascot. He can he can be starring in this. I game. remember so him. Seven up dot the whole time he was. Yeah, <laughs> just a piece of. This but I think game. You, you you had to like you had to surround their pieces and they would flip. Maybe that was Othello. Maybe that's the exact same yeah, thing as Othello. Yeah, that sounds like Othello. Yeah. And then we've got perhaps the most well-known advert games, which were the Xbox 360 Burger King games from 2006. So Sneak King, Pocket Bike Racer, and Big Bumpin' were the three games that they released. Sneak King sold more than 2 million copies that year. And those are all well and good because they encourage you to buy food or whatever. But there's also a game called America's Army, which I would lean towards calling propaganda uh, to join the (laughs) army. (laughs) It was developed by the U.S. Army as a recruiting tool for teenage gamers. I don't know. I just feel like it's it's all well and good for corporations to do this kind of propaganda, but uh, when the state does it, it makes me uncomfortable. But, <laughs> um, but ladies and gentlemen, I hope you remember your lessons that you learned from Super Seducer, because tonight you will have to seduce the most delicious, perfectly cooked, made with eleven secret herbs and spices, dreamboat of them all. That's right. Tonight we are playing. I love you, Colonel Sanders. Oh, Finger yeah. looking good, dating simulator. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wait, is it uh, 11? Oh, no. Is it 11 herbs and spices? Maybe, maybe yeah. it is. I, uh, I thought it was <laughs> seven, maybe? I don't oh, know. It's 11. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you'll, you'll, you know learn. The, you'll learn. You know this the, uh, what is it, Colonel Sanders or KFC Twitter account or something is only following 11 people? Yeah, and it's that's KFC. Five. Yeah. <laughs> Five Spice Five Girls herbs. and then six herbs or something right, like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, like Burger King or Geico, KFC's advertising campaigns have been a little outside the box, or maybe I should say outside the bucket. Uh, yeah. 
Buckethead would be proud. <laughs> Actually, uh, Frank, while we're doing this, can you start downloading that game? It is free. Yeah, yeah. I love you, Colonel yeah, I, Sanders. No, I already had it in my uh, library. I <laughs> never played it, though. Oh, you never played it? Okay, good. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, when it first came out, I was like, oh, that's hysterical, and I added it to my library. <laughs> And I download, it's on one of my computers, but it's on this computer. Uh, I never actually played it, though. Okay, good. (laughs) All right, well, let me tell you some more about it while it's downloading. Okay, so starting in 1998, KFC started using an animated kernel voiced by Randy Quaid before he became your crazed uncle on Facebook. This marked their first foray into a potentially different territory. In 2015, Daryl Hammond started playing him in a series of commercials, offbeat commercials. Then Norm MacDonald declaring that Daryl Hammond was an imposter kernel. Then Jim Gaffigan saying that Norm was the imposter. Then George Hamilton as the extra crispy kernel. Then Rob Riggle as the new Sanders who was also the coach of a fake football team called the Kentucky Buckets. Then Billy Zane portrayed Gold Colonel Sanders. Then Rob Lowe as Sanders giving a JFK-like speech. Then Wayne Knight. Then Reba McIntyre. Then Jason Alexander. There's a whole Sanders verse that I'm only vaguely familiar with. (laughs) But uh, the chief marketing officer for KFC apparently likes the idea of rotating through different people playing Colonel Sanders and says they're like James Bonds. The, uh, wow. The legend okay. of Sanders is an endless cycle that can be rebooted and reinterpreted in dark and gritty ways. He didn't say that part. I said that part. But the uh, the marketing campaign, apparently, just it has mixed reviews, but they claim it has boosted sales. It's weird, and I'm on board for it, sure. It's giving people creative jobs, I guess. But the business itself, KFC, is a subsidiary of Yum! with an exclamation point. Yum! Brands, the company that owns Pizza Hut. Taco Bell and Wing Street, which is why you have seen those mix of restaurants in combinations before. Uh, It is a mainstay in the U.S., founded in the 50s and rapidly expanding in the 60s. It was the first Western chain to open in China, and China is actually now KFC's largest single market. So that is to say it's extremely successful in China. And... You may be thinking, Chris, this episode is for Christmas and this is not very Christmas themed. Well, shut up and listen, because KFC (laughs) is also huge in the Japanese market. And it's actually a Yuletide tradition that I read a nearly 4,000 word essay on about how the tradition began. So in short, and this will be short, the uh, first KFC to open in Japan was by a gentleman by the name of Takeshi Okawara. It's from an article from Atlas Obscura that you can find on our website if you want to look it up. But he visited Japan World Expo in Osaka in 1970 and was he was just taken smitten with the colonel's story how the colonel was a fumbling businessman throughout his entire life who couldn't find success until uh, Colonel uh, Harlan Sanders was 60 with his chain of restaurants he believed in the business and he believed in the recipe so he opened the first Japanese KFC and it was failing miserably people would come in and be confused what it was like with the red and white painted roof they were like do you sell candy or are you a barber and he was (laughs) sleeping on flower bags in the kitchen to save on rent for when some reason a school approached him and was like, hey, do you want to come and be Santa and hand out chicken? So he did. And he gave it 110%. He was singing with a barrel of chicken, handing it out. And another school asked him to do it too. And it was like a huge success. There was apparently like a desire uh, in Japanese culture to celebrate this Western tradition with uh, Santa-san is what they called him. And uh, he started pitching the idea of at KFC, you can buy a party barrel for Christmas where you get chicken and uh, sides in a barrel. And for some reason it took off on a radio show when this was becoming popular. People asked, uh, someone asked him like, uh, 
this is like a moment of truth in a movie, you know, where a character is about to like leading a life of lies. This is the one that gets him into it. And they asked him, is this really what people in the West do? They buy a barrel of chicken and sides and eat it. And he's like, yup. And his business just <laughs> took off. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, now I know what yeah. I'm doing for Christmas. Getting a barrel <laughs> of chicken and sides. That we don't. Let's be honest here. <laughs> I feel like in 30 years, it will double back and it will be our tradition. Who took it from us in the first place. <laughs> Absolutely. But I'm down. On so he, he now says that he thinks that little white lie helped start this tradition where now nearly 3.6 million Japanese treat themselves to KFC every year on Christmas. The marketing plan is called Ki- I'm not going to say this right. Kirisumasu Niwa Kentucky or Kentucky for Christmas is what it's known as in Japan. It's a common beloved thing, apparently. And uh, in Japan, it accounts for one third of KFC's revenue. It comes from people eating KFC on Christmas Day. Yeah, so they order their their barrels of food weeks in advance. And they have these big statues of Colonel Sanders dressed up in Santa gear. In that same article, a professor of Japanese history says that in the same way that some Japanese couples long for a Christian wedding, like in a chapel. Uh, Christmas has become this romanticized view of the West thing. And because few Japanese homes have ovens, the idea of this having this big Western family meal, it just makes sense to have a takeout like this. And uh, it typically comes with coleslaw, mm. shrimp, shrimp gratin, uh, gratin, how do you, however you say that, triple berry tiramisu cake, and of course, fried chicken. They don't have so, ovens? No. I guess in a lot of, a lot of Japanese homes, yeah, they don't have ovens. Oh, wow. Do not know that. They have well they have they have what they refer to as like fish ovens, but it's a very small it's like mm. smaller than a toaster. You can put like a single or maybe two servings of a fish in there and it just like lightly grills it. Oh wow. Hmm. I did not know yeah. that. It was basically like a toaster oven. So this game uh, is described on the store page as, from the same people who brought you the bucket of chicken comes the world's first Colonel Sanders dating simulator. I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger-looking good dating simulator follows you, a promising culinary student, as you date your classmate, Colonel Sanders. Throughout your journey, you'll be faced with (laughs) life-changing decisions that will affect your chances of friendship and love. But be careful. Your choices have real consequences with real animated characters' feelings at stake. Do you have what it takes to survive culinary school? Will Colonel Sanders choose you to be his business partner or even so much more? Find out in the most (laughs) finger-looking good dating simulator ever created, a game that KFC actually made, features nine lovable characters, multiple hours of playthroughs, dateable Colonel Sanders, secret ending, shh, secret recipes, double shh, cooking battles, battle battles, earn a degree from a fictionary culinary school, 11 herbs and spices, cute miniature food, and officially created by KFC. No, really. So, gang, did you know this game existed? Frank had it downloaded a bit some point, apparently, but anyone else, did you know this game existed? I did. I Yes. No. Yeah. No. No. I uh, didn't. No. I, I don't know where no. I saw it, but I I saw it. No. It was probably I've definitely unseen. seen the sexy Colonel Sanders picture, oh, the right. animated <laughs> Colonel Sanders. So I didn't know it was from a game. I just you know assumed. I some think I might have mentioned it. was going on. <laughs> I'm sure there is some based on this game now, but I I think I might have mentioned it just in passing when we were doing uh, Super Seducer because I, I did a brief little thing on on dating Sims. But I thought maybe we'd do this someday. Yes, yeah, so I didn't didn't linger on it too long. But how's the pitch sound? A dating simulator with uh, Colonel Sanders. Amazing. I'm excited. Looking good. I'm gonna <laughs> let's do it. 
He does look I'm gonna, very I'm gonna dateable. Date the yeah, he fuck does. out of yeah, him. He, he is handsome yeah. in this game. Okay. He, he I'd is let him eat so chicken nice. off of me. Oh God. <laughs> so uh yeah, what do you what do you guys want out of this this dating simulator game? Any expectations? To end up with Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I'm going for the top. <laughs> the super secret ending. I with feel the, the good ending. Extremely <laughs> ill prepared now with my voices. Um, right. So so what I've asked everyone to do is this is a game that's it's, it's meant to be one person's journey, to be honest. And and uh, what I'm going to do is why, Frank, you didn't have a voice role stereotype to prepare for is because, Frank, you'll be playing as our avatar this evening. Um, oh, wow. But this game doesn't oh, have wow. voice voice lines. <laughs> so everyone will be supplying the voice lines as Frank plays through. Oh, <laughs> I'm so uh, excited for this. You have no <laughs> idea. So let me like sidetrack real quick. Yeah. In English class in high school. We were always, you know, they like go around the class and you'd have to read your portion of the story or whatever. But whenever we did plays, she would assign characters and we had a teacher. I don't know if she just didn't care or whatever, but she wouldn't like force people to do the work or whatever. So one time she's doing, you know, who wants to read? And I'm like, I'll do a character. She gives me a character. (laughs) And then she goes, all right, who wants to do this character? And nobody raises their hands. I'll do a character. Like, but you already have one. I was like, well, nobody else wants it. I ended up with like three of the five characters. And then I would put on a voice for each one. And at one point I was arguing with myself. With yourself. For like four pages nonstop. Nice. So I'm super excited. You prepared your whole life. Yeah, yeah. This is my moment. (laughs) Yep. So there's the colonel, the rivals, Professor Dog, and best friend. Professor Dog. Loving the animation. (laughs) I'm having flashbacks to Food Wars, if anybody is familiar with that anime. It'll actually help because we can see. (laughs) No, I'm not. Who gets to be the corgi? (laughs) Uh, Who did I give the the corgi to? I think I gave you the Professor Dog. Yeah. Or a, oh my God! An eloquent Am I that dog. thing at the end. <laughs> you might be. That might be one of your voices. <laughs> All right. So the roles that we're playing this oh, evening. Colonel. Uh, I guess I'll introduce them as we go along. But yes, as a starring role, it will be Frank. who will be our named player. Uh, Carly, you will be uh, taking on the roles of Miriam and Clank. Uh, Hunter, oh. you are playing Van Van and Spork. Uh, Van Van Tom. and Spork. Tom, you are playing Pop, uh, the dog, and you this evening will be taking on the role of Colonel Sanders, Tom. Mm. Uh, Oh, I didn't realize. Good voice for him. Yeah, Yeah, baby. Uh, Wow, I picked. I've I've been doing like a like a French thing in my head all night. So I'm gonna have to. No, I change it. Maybe maybe put a Kentucky, put a a little uh, southern draw. Okay, yeah. No, this uh, is or straight you just be a anime. sexy man. It's your call. Grace, you will be playing Ashley and the unnamed student, and I will be doing narrations as they come along. <laughs> Ready to fire okay. that bad boy up, Frank? New game. Welcome, Chef. Before we get started, tell us your name. What's the name, chat? Come on, chat. What's the name? <laughs> you mean Bob? Bob, what you got? Yeah, Bob. <laughs> yeah just Bob. Bob, what do you use? Name it Bob. Chan. Right, we're just going to name Bob. Okay, Bob Son. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Very nice. We are Bob Son. Ooh. Oh, my God. I love that. Oh, there's our loading screen biscuits. with biscuits. I want a biscuit uh, so bad right oh. now. We had biscuits Same. the other day. Then this ad uh, game is doing its job. It like, is. Yeah, exactly. We're going to KFC oh, after yeah. this, everybody. <laughs> Ooh. Extra crispy. 
You sleep softly as the morning sun casts a warm glow through the window of your modest student apartment. We're treated to a view of a student apartment with a K-pop band in the background. The world is peaceful and serene. You could stay in the moment forever. Or you could wake up now, now, now. Your first day of culinary school. No time to sleep in. Now you have a choice. What do you want to do? And stay in bed forever. <laughs> Smack that clock. Smack up. that clock up and at him or throw the Smack clock out the window and stay in bed up. forever. What's it going to be, Let- Frank? Let's smack that clock up. <laughs> Lying in bed, you stare up at the ceiling, thinking about everything that awaits you at the prestigious University of Cooking School Academy for Learning. Your mind begins to wonder, who will be there? What will you cook? What should you wear? The time begins to fly by, and you start in, and you find your imagination getting away from you. You'll need to take this seriously, or you allow yourself to daydream a bit, thinking about the future. You know, I think today we're going to take this seriously. I'd better make sure to arrive prepared for the first day. You bust through your morning checklist. Teeth brushed, hair combed, pits deodorized. Nothing can stop you now. You confidently grab a biscuit, strut out the door, and head off to class. Yeah, that, that morning biscuit, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, just, my just, God, it looks so good. Just what you need to get your Just what you needed to get your blood flowing and show the a picture of a steaming hot a anime biscuit. <laughs> oh. That's all I want. Dude, Standing anime the quad, food is amazing. I don't know if you, you guys have to watch ever watched. Food Wars. Yeah. Only if you're uh, over 18. Hap- is Food Wars yes. a really weird yes. one food that Wars. makes me feel so uncomfortable? Yes, Food Wars is I'm the one sorry. that Dan, Dan and I have yes, watched all of it. So and there is a lot of... So freaking Grace weird. only walks in the room at the most sexually explicit of moments. It's so bizarre. Yeah. It is. I don't even Horrible. get it. But Just, we're watching... What are we watching right now? Attack of the Titans? Attack on Titans. Attack, well, uh, Attack on Titans. Yeah. It's actually very good. And I'm yeah. not a huge oh, it's like, great. anime person, but she's good. watched that and um, the um, oh no, oh my god, what's it called? I don't know, but it's <gasps> very scary. the Promised Neverland. It's so good. Okay. Oh, I've never seen that. Mm. So and I don't know. know. So, so good. good. Huh. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, you gotta watch Death Note. Standing in the quad, you gaze oh. up to the magnificent University of Cooking School Academy for Learning. We're treated to a view of a magnificent courtyard in the school. Here comes your lifelong best friend forever, Miriam. She's the most adorably awkward person you've ever met, and you absolutely love her for it. Good morning, Bob-san! Are you excited for the first day of the rest of our lives? (laughs) Actually, I'm... Because I sure am excited, a little nervous. Okay, okay, a lot nervous. What's the... It's just that this morning I made breakfast for myself, but, well, I ate it. When I ate it, I couldn't taste any love in the food. What if I'm no good? What if I fail? Classic Miriam, raised by Master Chef parents, she's always held herself to a very high standard. Ever since we were little babies playing together, and you rescued me from that quick sandbox, <laughs> uh, it's been clear to me that you're the most loving, caring person I know. You're going to do great. But with University of Cooking School Academy for Learning's famous three-day-only semesters, I'm afraid of being left behind and never catching up. Three days. A sweet girl, Miriam, has always had a flair for the dramatic. This summer, she got so nervous about her first kiss that she chipped a tooth practicing on a mannequin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> should you pep talk her or change the subject to give her some relief? Hmm. Pep talk your best friend or change the subject to school gossip. Gossip. Pep talk. Pep okay. talk. Come on, your I friend needs it. <laughs> do, we have, do we have a split room? Hey, this is Spill this is you, Frank. Tea. Yeah, you're, Frank, uh, it's up to you. you you're Bob Sand. Oh, you're, you're playing Bob the role. Okay, she saved Bobby's you from the quicksand box. Yeah, you know what? You're right. The quicksand box. She saved my butt. Oh. I got to save her butt. <laughs> Remember last month when we saw that fortune teller and had our tarot cards read? The lady with the mask who gave me nightmares? I've been trying to forget. Uh, I know she looks spooky. 
but she was so sweet. And she told you that you were destined for great things. Remember that card with the fancy looking tower? Another card featuring the handsome fellow in the red suit? Oh, I've been waiting for so long to meet a handsome fellow I could call my own. And I'm sure you will soon. In no time, we'll be graduating and you'll be delighting the world with your heartfelt cooking in no time. Aw, best friends. As you talk Miriam up, you can feel her nerves begin to ease. You know what? Maybe everything will be okay after all. And if not, at least I have these killer bangs. <laughs> can you believe I cut them myself? <laughs> you can you definitely can. believe it. <laughs> I, uh, I cannot believe it. Before you can get another word out, you're rudely interrupted when someone smacks your books and custom engraved measuring spoons out of your hands and onto the ground. Hey! It's Ashley, your arch rival. She's totally evil, but you can't help but be filled with jealousy. She can get anything she wants, and she knows it. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> it's because Hello, of the Ashley. heart-shaped <laughs> hole in her shirt. Oh, I didn't see you there, chicken shins. Ooh. <laughs> you leave Bob son's shins alone! They are perfectly normal shins! Uh, you can't stand Ashley. Even her name is annoying. You know for a fact it's actually Ashley, but she had to add extra letters to make herself feel better than everyone. For everyone on the podcast, it's spelled A-E-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. If anyone here knows what perfect shins look like, it's us. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> We're not gonna let you or your really weird insults get to us. Across the quad, you see Ashley's best friend, Van Van the Man Man, has stopped to look at his own reflection in the mirror. His pants are so tight, you can see him casually working out his glutes while he styles his hair. No lie, they're rocking glutes. <clears throat> Van Van! <laughs> you rang rang! <laughs> Van Van is a very buff dude with a apron-like thing over his over his chest and you can see his pecs so a, a, excited for this. <laughs> and a giant belt and very tight white pants are you not going to mention his hair his hair is like his hair star it's a it comes to a star in the front in yeah shape. oh my god he's he's my favorite he's my favorite bob Tom, if you don't try to get with Van Van, Van. <laughs> you're playing the wrong game. <laughs> You've never been sure what their arrangement is, but as long as you've known them, Ashley and Van Van have been as close as you and Miriam, but substantially more devious. They're the team rocket of this game. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe that University of Cooking School Academy for Learning would ever allow people like you to attend to students. I know, right? You'd think they'd just hand us our diplomas by now. <laughs> or maybe hire us on as professors. You amateurs could learn a lot from us. With the first day of school about to start, there's just not time to properly tell these two off, so you resist the urge. Let's go, Miriam. Psh, see you later, losers! As you approach the door, you see a goofy-looking kid pushing hard against the window directly next to it. So now we're looking at a uh, what looks like a five-year-old kid holding a juice box, and it's a typical five-year-old-looking kid with a bowl cut. Oh, my God. I just realized that Bob Sand's going to be dating the colonel. <laughs> Voicing Tom. Pop is Tom. Oopsie. <laughs> oh, you spilled juice on your shirt, I think kid. it's broken. <laughs> this is the creepiest voice. <laughs> you reach forward and easily pull the door open. <laughs> that should do the trick. I love you. <laughs> I think you mean thank you? My name is Pop. I was named after my Papa. He's old. 
<laughs> Could someone like this also be a student at the school? He must be one heck of a chef. Also, his name tag clearly says Bob. I guess he's reading it upside down. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Pop. I'm Bob San. So, are you going to make me hold the store all day? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, the young man walks into the building ahead of you. Is it just me, or is he kind of cute? <laughs> what? I don't know I why she think said it's that. Just He's a you. child. <laughs> you both shrug your shoulders before following him into the building. You stand at the edge of the room, unsure where to sit. Other students wander in and keep themselves busy chit-chatting. We're now inside of a classroom looking at the desks and the uh, chalkboard in front. So a scruffy-looking pooch takes his place at a podium in front of the class. Adorable. <laughs> We're treated to a corgi holding a spatula in his mouth with a chef hat on and a chef kind of vest. No, Sprinkles no. is now voiced by Tom, right? <laughs> No, no, quiet <laughs> down, everyone. <laughs> Perfect. Who is this unreasonably cute pup, and why is he in our culinary class? You must be Sprinkles, head instructor and CEO of UCSAL. Oh, I thought they were going to make you say the whole name the entire game. <laughs> Please call me Professor Dog. I will be cute and a little fluffy, but I still have to land respect. What? <laughs> What? A cute dog is our professor? This is the best school ever. I guess only a dog's nose is capable of picking up all the nuances of fine dining. Out of nowhere, wind begins to rush around you as a swirl of cherry blossom petals fill the air inside the classroom. Pop? I'm chilly. Someone close the window. And then he walks in. Colonel Sanders with his glasses. The casual hand oh, on the corner you? of the glasses. You're immediately swept up in the aura of this new student and his remarkable goatee. Who knew anyone could be so handsome? Time stands still. <laughs> Miriam's face right now. It's him. It's... <laughs> if it is my favorite student, Harland. <laughs> Colonel Sanders interrupts Sprinkles, sorry, Professor Dog, before he can finish his sentence. Please, call me Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders. What is wrong with you? <laughs> A hushed murmur rolls through the classroom as Colonel Sanders walks down the aisle of desks. Suddenly, the room is sweltering. Sweat begins to beat across your brow. You feel like everyone is looking at you, and you're not entirely wrong. I'm actually sweating because I'm so uncomfortable with his voices. <laughs> <laughs> and this over here must be sweaty sweats a lot. <laughs> Maybe we should open that window back up before faucet pits melts into a puddle and evaporates entirely. <laughs> Just a second. Nobody talks to my friend like that. You two both know my name. We were in the same kindergarten class. And what is with all your really weird insults? <laughs> Besides, when Bobson sweats, it's not gross. It's beautiful. Look at that shimmer. Oh, God. Uh, there's only one option. <laughs> take a moment to clean. Take a clean. Wipe the pit sweat off, man. It's a good thing you didn't forget about that deodorant this morning, this classroom is hot, hot, hot. Professor Dog steps in to settle the class down and set some ground rules. Welcome to University of Cooking School. <laughs> Academy yeah, I think he, Learning. The I think you sound like that because you have a spatula in your mouth. Right? I was just going to say, he's doing that on purpose, right? <laughs> the greatest culinary academy in the world. 
<laughs> the workplace of culinary legends past, present, and future. Many challenges await you. There will be tears. There will be blood. There might even be really adorable tiny food. And when all is said and done, there will be a battle! <laughs> you will lift your smocks and compete in the room cooking arena. <laughs> Just then, another student enters the classroom and interrupts the professor's rousing speech. Student? Hi, guys. Sorry I'm late. I hope everyone had a good summer. I really miss... Quiet! Late <laughs> <laughs> the class is bad enough. But interrupting my monologue? You're on a fast track out of here, young man. Are you sure you're even in the right place? Don't you recognize me? This is my third year in this school with you as my teacher. Everyone stares blankly at him. Does no one remember me? I'm... You're expelled. If you want to one more word before I finish, let that be a lesson to you students that tardiness is unacceptable! Even Clank read it here on time, rolling halfway across town on his tiny wheels. You turn to see the student Sprinkles is referencing, who appears to be some sort of industrial kitchen appliance. <laughs> and Clank is, we're not sure what, but he's got thermometer for an eyeball and yeah he's got a crank on his head the class bursts into laughter <laughs> oh crank you rascal sprinkles walks <laughs> in the classroom as everyone stands in obedient silence when he gets to you he lifts your nose in the air and takes a deep sniff <sighs> your diet is lacking based on what i'm thinking of here you definitely need a roti ripering Usually taking it's a difficult reddick. word with a spatula in your mouth. <laughs> Usually taking reddick out of yourself. <laughs> You've never had a talking dog as a teacher before, but Sprinkle's reputation for being smart but tough is well known. You decide and try and butter him up by giving him a treat from your pocket, but what Ooh. kind? Ooh, we got a beef treat, a rubber tough ball, and a chicken that. snack. Okay, um, I'm just going to say this. A chicken snack would definitely make the colonel love you. Yeah. I think um, so too. Chicken snack. Let's go, chicken snack. Because he'd be like, survey mm, says chicken, chicken snack. You reach beneath your apron and return with a chicken oh. snack in your hand. Sprinkle's eyes go wide as he locks onto it. His favorite. Ooh. Hey. Well, well, well. I think there might be some competition for a new star student. The furry professor immediately devours the snack, leaving your hand slick with a coating of warm doggy drool. <laughs> 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 You see the other students eyeing you jealously, but pay no mind to them. If they wanted to succeed in life, they should have learned the importance of carrying a range of dog treat flavors on them at all times. <laughs> Settle down, young chefs. Take your seats and prepare. To have your minds opened to the amazing possibilities of culinary creation. As everyone rushes to claim their favorite seats, you're left standing at the front of the room. Only two options remain. Hey, Bob-san, there's still a seat here. It seems that no one has claimed this seat next to me. If you're uh, interested. Oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. Two good options. Like okay, let's sit by him. Colonel He's Sanders. so cute. Or do we sit by best friend? I would the sit. Whole, the whole game's supposed to be. Uh, don't, if you don't, then Ashley will. Oh, that's true. Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to head right over there. Get herself. your man. Get your colonel. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> Make I your move. <laughs> I feel like the point of this game is to get our D wet. So <laughs> best friend, we're obviously in the friend zone there. I think we got to go with Colonel Sanders. Get that chicken grease. Yeah. Get that gravy. You know? 
<laughs> I'm getting oily by the end of this. You, you move to take your seat by Colonel Sanders. It appears he brought no books, pens, or pencils. However, his perfect upright posture shows off a seriousness that makes you confident in his desire to learn. Is our character, like, gender neutral the whole game? Yes. Yeah. Thanks for offering me the oh, seat. Progressive. How progressive. I've only had two rules. Do all you can and do it the best you can. It's the only way you ever get that feel <laughs> of accomplishing something. <laughs> That's so inspiring. <laughs> A little off topic if you ask me, but okay. <laughs> as soon as you've settled into your seat, the professor makes an announcement. Hey, Kraft! Let's talk about Fockless. Yay! A quiz about me! <laughs> This incredibly important and surprisingly short quiz will tell me if you're ready for life at culinary school. Just a quick recap in case we didn't announce everyone's names properly. The young character is Pop, played by Tom. Uh, Sprinkles, the dog professor, is played by Tom. Colonel Sanders is played by Tom. Ashley is played by Grace. Van Van is played by Hunter. Clank is played by Carly. And Miriam is played by Carly. And Bob is playing, or sorry, Frank is playing Bob's son. Uh, and we I have it's everyone who's been here so far. Right? Yet. Grace, yeah, Grace yes. is also playing the really just like random kid that shows up eventually. Yes, you yes, the, really the, the oh, yeah. student. What is he even student. doing here? Unnamed Does student. Does he play yes. an important role? I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Maybe unnamed <laughs> student will be, be critical. <laughs> to a nice chef, your focus sharper. Here comes question one. If train A is traveling to point B, and train B is traveling to point A, how important is it to wash your hands before cooking? <laughs> we have uh, meh, depends, extremely, looking at you, Pop, and doesn't matter at all. As we all know, in this time of uh, uh, infectious diseases and when living in a pandemic, extremely, uh, looking at you, Pop. That's right. Fourth is to three, as chicken is to... I'm going to uh, say night vision feather? goggles. Yeah. <laughs> goggles or a slam dunk. We're going to go a feather. That's right. What is the most efficient eating utensil ever created? A comically oversized fork. Yes. Okay. A meat tenderizer. <laughs> no. Okay. And a spork. No. I think we all know. As someone who owns a titanium spork, <laughs> I'm going to go a spork. Spork? That's right. What food is best for a broken heart. Anything, as long as it's prepared with love and not too much salt. Camel, Camel meat. meat. <laughs> a pancake that looks like a silly face. Aww. Who? I like a pancake. I think a pancake that looks like a face. Survey says? That's oh, wrong. Oh, okay. You've angered Sprinkles. <laughs> this little bitch. Is Sprinkles <laughs> a good boy? <laughs> no. He's a talking dog that teaches at color school. He is the best boy, or yes. Best I think boy. we got to go best boy. We're yeah, kissing best up. Boy. That's right. It seemed like he was a little biased on that one. Total score, four out of five. Only one wrong, not too shabby. You might just do all right, kid. You look up to see that Colonel Sanders has been watching you tally your score. He nods with approval. Mm. Oh, shit. May I have your <laughs> attention, students? I have an important announcement to make. Diamond Edge! <laughs> <laughs> 
Are you a dog or like a Nazi? <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. It's following German. And <laughs> he was supposed to be French, but I don't, I don't it's know finished. what happened. I have no idea. <laughs> no, I thought that Colonel Sanders was supposed to be French. No. no originally, you he now, that. once I realized I was Colonel Sanders, I, I made him... Uh, Kentucky. I tried to give him a southern accent. He yeah. made him super Kentucky, like. <laughs> but you made him like well, an 80-year-old yeah. Kentuckian. Isn't he, though? Isn't uh, he? Yeah, not, and not in this game. Now he's a sexy, young, sleek, yeah. uh, white-haired gentleman. Yeah. You're really honest. I'll, well, I'll try to bring you down. He should nice sound as like Oliver Peck. Or Orville Peck. Orville Peck. He should sound like Orville Peck. It makes sense that a school dedicated to cooking would also be serious about eating. A delicious fragrance wafts through the room and tickles the end of your nose. Your mouth waters. Do you smell that? That must be our lunch. It smells crazy good. Everyone, um, can I have your attention? <laughs> Is it about lunch? <laughs> no, I just want to apologize for my tardiness. You see, I was... Howdy, folks. <laughs> I'd like to make an announcement. Hey, I was just trying. It's about lunch. <laughs> Everyone cheers. <laughs> but I just wanted shh, lunch, lunch, lunch. <laughs> she said shh. In honor of the new semester, I've prepared something special to share with everyone. I can't wow. stand <laughs> your voice. That must oh, be wow. the smell That's... I smelled. <laughs> Indeed, that smell. <laughs> it's just, oh, God. Tom. <laughs> You're so slow and deliberate. Yeah. You hold your breath, waiting to see what food this mysterious student has created. You've heard that he's very talented, but were the rumors true? Is this. Colonel Sanders oh. lifts a large bucket above his head. Its contents glimmer in the light. Piled high are huge pieces of chicken breaded and fried to a crispy golden finish. The aroma envelops you and you begin to feel a warm and safe. Colonel Sanders has filled a bucket with chicken? What a novel concept. Your stomach <laughs> begins to grumble as if to say, stop thinking and start eating. For years, I've been developing <laughs> a secret recipe. For the perfect fried chicken. It's like every syllable just oozes out of his mouth. <laughs> uh, By my calculation. Stop! Don't say it like that! Nothing less than 11 herbs and spices are required to achieve the perfect balance of flavors. You look around and notice that every other student has a pen and paper and is scribbling notes as fast as they can. But that's all I'll say. About that. What? You think we want your stupid secret recipe, dude? Pshaw! <laughs> nah, my dude! Nah! I wish you could all see the faces. I'm just <laughs> drafting a last will and testament in case uh, one of those ingredients was a poison. Got me. <laughs> Got him. God. He looks around nervously to see if anyone else is laughing at a sick burn. I'd like to point out that Ashley has thighs that, that keep on going. Her skirt is mini. <laughs> you wait to see what Zinger Ashley has prepared to follow up, but she suddenly takes a different approach. Yeah, and I was just like writing in my diary. 
Dear Diary, um, today I smelled something beautiful and I knew at that moment that I only, or that only, oh my God, help me. I knew that, I knew that moment that only the hands of a true gentleman could fry chicken so tender. Oh my. You see her body language change from bitter and evil to sweet and innocent as she slides closer to Colonel Sanders. She realizes that he is destined for greatness and fame. With cooking skills like this, she wants him all to herself. Yay. What a bitch. Oh. <laughs> oh, please. Well, Van Van, man, man, if you don't want any. I'll take his. Whoa, hold on. I mean, I guess I'll try it. He takes one bite and his eyes grow wide. He starts contorting his face as he tries to hold in his pure exhilaration and act unimpressed. Easy now. There's enough for everyone. Please, my fellow classmates, dig in. You take one of the pieces of fried chicken out of this bucket and sink your teeth into it. It's amazing. Tasting Colonel Sanders' food transports you to another dimension. We're looking at a wormhole right now. Alone with your taste buds, gripping a drumstick in hand, you float weightlessly. Our choices are to focus your mind and meditate on this moment. Try and identify every flavor. Savor the moment and everything in it. It tells you about Colonel Sanders' culinary heart or swim towards the light. The light! <laughs> you die. The light. I think we go. We, we need to learn it. about that culinary heart. Let's go okay. right to the heart. The flavors in your mouth are beautiful. Pure, heavenly. What a guy. Alone with the flavors, you feel something that can only be described as love for a man, for a flavor. Are they the same? After tasting his food, you try to get some one-on-one -on -one time with Colonel Sanders. You approach Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders smiles ever so softly as you approach. He stops what he is doing and allows you to break the silence. Colonel, I, I wondered if I could talk to you for a second. Anything for a fellow chef. Oh. What exactly oh was on that chicken? <laughs> How bold to come out and ask. Bob and Chat says that culinary hearts often lead to coronary hearts, which is true. <laughs> <laughs> it's an idea I had for a new combination of flavors that will make me my fortune and establish my legacy for all time as I open a chain of highly successful fried chicken restaurants. No big deal. I feel like he's holding out his staff uh, now with a chicken on top of it. True blood. Like a very old bill. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I don't know that voice. <laughs> it's just you and me here talking. I can keep a secret. In fact, I've got some of my own that I'd be willing to Oh. Uh oh. He looks disgusted. What's the rush? They're nervous. The semester is only getting started. We've got two more whole days. To get to know <laughs> each other. Ew, why did you... Don't do it like that. <laughs> don't pronounce the word whole like well, that. <laughs> Come on, Colonel Sanders. Oh. He just makes chicken. That's all he does. <laughs> not He's tonight. clearly not going... <laughs> Stop it. Who He's clearly first? not going to give okay, the chicken it, or the egg. Does it not bother anybody that, like, in real life, like, Colonel Sanders is just, like, this old little... Man, <laughs> yeah. we're turning he's into clearly the, not going to give it up. It yeah, now easily. he's like this like sex doll figure in anime <laughs> land over here. But I don't even. Doesn't know. hurt to Listen. be persistent. <laughs> I've forgotten all about the real Colonel. The real <laughs> Colonel yeah. is just like this, this little guy who's probably real passed Colonel away by me. now, and this is what we've done to him. <laughs> we should be ashamed to be flattered. <laughs> 
You know what they say I about secrets, I wish somebody would Colonel. do this to me. Yeah, we made him a <laughs> sex icon. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> You've got Moxie. Stop. I'll give you. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> Colonel Sanders looks both ways to make sure you're truly alone, then leans in. You can feel his warm breath as he whispers. Oh. <laughs> Almost there. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Say it, Tom. Just Say it. <laughs> one ingredient. Stop! <laughs> but you can't tell. <laughs> I use. Censored. <laughs> <laughs> it's something my great grandmother taught me. Oh, that sounds horrible. <laughs> sounds horrible. Blank. Wow, you never guessed that. In fact, you're not even sure where you'd get some if you searched. Right, no one would. <laughs> While you're wrapped up in that huge revelation, you notice that Colonel Sanders has disappeared. While everyone oh. else is still in the cafeteria, you decide to look for him. You find Colonel Sanders outside, standing in the quad. We're back outside now. Here's your chance. Oh, it's you again. Howdy. <laughs> Sometimes I like to come. <laughs> Outside. <laughs> and look at the school buildings. Ew! Tom made it so bad. Tom! I think about how my story will continue on after I've graduated. <laughs> Sounds like you have big plans. <laughs> I dare say. The biggest. <laughs> I will leave my mark on this world. You can bet on that. Alone together for the first time, you figure now is the perfect moment to show your personality to him. Oh, should we neg him to show your own strength? Neg him, neg him, neg him. To add an additional ingredient to really spice things up. Be Ooh. modest but thoughtful. Hmm. Be modest now, but thoughtful. No. I, I think in honor of Grace being here, we should neg him. Neg <laughs> 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 him. Yeah. You know, I've been thinking about your secret recipe. Of course you were. You don't simply forget a flavor combination like that. That's exactly right. I remember it because I've tasted it before. Ooh. I stopped at a random fried chicken stand that day. <gasps> wow. Their chicken tasted exactly like wow. yours. Wow. <laughs> you just compare my recipe to a random fried chicken stand? Well, yes, I did. But it was a really good stand. Ooh. Especially considering it was frozen first. <laughs> oh. Frozen chicken! <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders struggles to conceal his emotions, fighting back tears of anger. Oh, my God. I can't believe you'd say such a thing. See, Grace, this is what you get when you neg, all right? (laughs) I feel so You realize you've done irreparable damage to your relationship from which it can never recover. He's hurt. Okay, so. Well, you just took him off the page. could you? Hey, Bob son, you saw that this game was called a dating sim, right? If that's your idea of dating, this is not the game for you. <gasps> wow. wow. We got a this wall breaking interruption from the narrator. Wow. Oh my oh. god. Oh. Try again or give up. Oh. All right, hit, oh hit try god. again and I think try we can again. skip to where you were. Wow, a so reset. So basically, we just we ruined the whole game. Yeah, I, I didn't see that happen. If you are mean to the colonel. I, I like that they're so the anti-negging game. though. 
That's yeah, good. they're yeah. like, That's good. no nagging. Zero. Oh, no, good. We're at the same spot. Okay, oh. we'll try this again. Okay, you find Colonel Sanders standing outside. Let's Modest be lame okay. and not nag. Boo, boring. <laughs> well, I just wanted to tell you that I really enjoyed your food. Now you've got his attention. The flavors were complex, but comforting. The interplay between salty, savory, and peppery was perfect. I appreciate the compliment, Bob Son. I'm sure you'll be a big success. I know we've only met today, but I'm starting to get the same feeling. Don't. I. <laughs> about you. I can't. <laughs> we should head back inside. The next lesson starts soon. I really can't. You step into the massive cooking arena where the afternoon lessons will take place. Each student gets an oven and all the tools and ingredients they could need. Look at this place! It's magnificent! Finally, we get to show our stuff! Wait a second! Oh no! We have to show our stuff? What if I totally blow it? You're not gonna blow anything. Except maybe kisses in a crowd of I fans. I wish Tom read that. You're gonna earn with your signature. Adorable tiny food creations. Welcome, students, to the cooking arena. The, to the what? Make sure you pronounce the word cooking. Yeah. Cooking! That's <laughs> the cooking arena. <laughs> For today's lesson, we'll be cooking <laughs> with, <laughs> with partners. Turn out for fair off. Naturally, Miriam looks over at you, but unable to control herself, you pounce on Colonel Sanders. <laughs> hey, Colonel, <laughs> would you like to tackle this lesson as a team? A team of two, that is. Me and you, if that wasn't clear. Want to be my partner? Sure, Bob Song. I'll prepare our station. Without you as a partner, Miriam is left standing all alone. Two different students quickly take notice. Hello, new partner. <laughs> so no. pop or clank. Beep, boop, beep, boop, oh my, two potential partners. Oh, I'm so sorry, gentlemen, but I don't know who to choose. It looks like you'll have to pick for her. Friends' duties can be a little <laughs> oh, no. awkward, but that's the price you pay for not being alone forever. <laughs> oh my. Wow. Who do you want to ask to be Miriam's partner? Pop right, we got we got clank. pop and we got clank. Um, uh, you know I don't I don't want to say this, but let's be honest here. Pop's uh, human, kind of a you know he's a little uh, well you know. Sorry, pop, but I think Miriam will be partnering with uh, clank today. It's okay. I already ate. It's not entirely <laughs> clear if pop has any idea what the point of school even is at this juncture. <laughs> he could clank is clearly excited to have some attention. He heats up and begins to roll back and forth. Okay, oh, maybe God. we did the wrong choice here. Warp, warp, warp. <laughs> I don't know what kind of... Hold on there, fella. We don't even know the assignment yet. Technically, Clank might not have a face, but there's something charming and earnest about him. <laughs> Tissue? I hardly know you. <laughs> <laughs> Clank judders and the panel shakes loose. You get the impression that this is a sign of affection. Bob-san? Looks like you two will be fine. Now it's time to focus on your own cooking classwork. Sprinkles. All right, you two. For today's lesson, we're going to keep it simple. Pick a basic dish and divide up the steps. No chef is an island. It takes two flints to make a fire. You get the idea. No, it's a flint and steel. Yeah, you it's, need not, a flint it's not and two steel. flints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this dog's Which also dish little, you do know. You... How dare you correct me? <laughs> <laughs> Which dish do you suggest to your partner, Colonel Sanders? Uh, we got uh, steak tartare. Seems easy enough. It's uh, fancy and you don't need to cook it. Using octopus will blow Colonel Sanders' mind. 
Or your grandmother's mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, of course now, that's the yeah, answer. The mashed potatoes and gravy. What we're going to learn is that yeah. we're integral to the KFC empire. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to see Sanders where the octopus really things go. Must not have seen Food Wars. <laughs> I was thinking about trying something exotic. I don't think he's even trying to date Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Maybe a dish that incorporates octopus somewhere. <laughs> I'm more of a down-home type of chef myself. What about something that, go with me here, walks on land? Oh. Well, does he know octopus can walk on land? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, actually, <laughs> actually, there are certain species of octopus that do leave the water. For instance, have you heard of the uh, Abdibus aculeatus? It leaves the water to hunt for crab. An octopus that walks upright and hunts crabs? Now I've heard everything. The world is truly marvelous place, isn't it? Octopus, crab, it sounds like you're describing one of my signature dishes. Are you trying to steal my thunder? Boys, 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 what's with all the hostility? Has the competition been moved up to today? How dare you try and muscle in on my culinary territory? Nobody better touch a cephalopod without going through me first. I think there's been a misunderstanding. Nobody's muscling in on any mollusks. <laughs> mollusks? Mollusks? Mollusks. 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 Good job, babe. Thanks. We were simply <laughs> discussing today's assignment. You could cut the tension here with a chef's knife, which makes sense because chef's knives are usually pretty sharp. Look, we were just talking. I'll happily step back from any and all seafood. I'm going to just make mashed potatoes and gravy. I know my grandmother's recipe my heart. Keep the tentacle. Oh, I thought this game was going to go in a much more interesting direction. <laughs> you begin to peel and boil potatoes and try to extricate yourself from this thorny situation, but your new rivals aren't having it. Van Van? I doubt that you even have the capabilities to work with ingredients so delicate. You should probably stick to microwavable dishes. Ashley? Unlike my friend Van Van, Though he may be the man-man. man man, um, I have no doubts whatsoever about Connor Sanders. Colonial Sanders. Colonel Sanders' ability to concoct <laughs> creations worth admiration. After all, your fried chicken was quite spectacular. But Colonel, if you ask me. I might make a better partner for you than this thing that's positioned itself at your station. What was that um, sweater that all like Instagram models were using like uh, a year back? The, the something killer, the virgin killer. Virgin killer sweater. It's a virgin killer apron that I'm wearing. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Wait, there's a virgin killer sweater? That's yeah. what it was called. It was a big thing on Instagram for a long It's like completely backless and just hangs around the neck in like the same way. I put it up on stream. Just, yeah. yeah, just there Wait, you go. Where is it? Oh. I'm wearing a virgin killer apron. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, don't you feel deep down that we cast complimentary shadows? Like we fit together like a thigh and a drumstick. It just makes sense. Nothing about this makes any sense, but one thing is clear. She's coming for Colonel if you don't watch out. And if Bobson and Fan Fan are both so inclined to the sea, perhaps they should go there together. 
Ashley, are you suggesting I share the secrets of my special saltwater sauce with this novice? I'm disappointed in all of you. Ashley is really going at you hard. You need to ask for some backup here before things get ugly. Turn to Colonel Sanders, hunk of hunks, in your time of need. <laughs> Turn to Miriam, your forever bestie, who always has your back. I Aww. think this is all about the hunk, so let's hunk, hunk, hunk it up. I'm here to learn and express myself via my cuisine, not bicker with prima donnas. Oh. Partners were chosen at the beginning of the class, so let's all respect the format, okay? <laughs> you turn to Colonel Sanders to confirm that you're on the same page. Respect the rules. I chose Colonel Sanders, and Colonel Sanders chose me. Oh, Isn't that right? Beautiful. Sometimes... Conflict can actually build character. <laughs> I wouldn't want you to shy away from a bit of healthy competition with our peers, Bob Song. Wow, is he just not that into you? You'd think a gentleman would defend you in a situation like this. Did you do something to offend him at some point, Bob Son? You look for sprinkles in hopes that he might step in, but he's nowhere to be found. Darn those cute corgis and their short but sturdy stature. You look down at your station and realize that in the tension of the moment, your hands have been cooking on autopilot. Distracted by the drama, you've already crushed the boiled potatoes into a perfectly creamy mashed texture with plenty of butter and cream for flavor. It's as if your natural passion guided you through the steps you know so well while your attention was elsewhere. I know just what to do. Colonel Sanders extends his hand. He's holding a beautiful white porcelain gravy boat, out of which pours a smooth brown gravy, smothering your nearly finished potato dish. Gravy flows down the oh. mound of potatoes. <laughs> of mashed potatoes. The results look second? spectacular. <laughs> Granny would be very proud. My We're favorite treated to food an image on anime potatoes. mashed potato. Colonel Sanders that. holds a spork out to you. You reach out and grab hold of it, but he doesn't immediately let go. The two of you stand holding the same spork, and for that <laughs> small moment, all the madness and pressure in this crazy, crazy world stops. What's happening? <laughs> Your eyes lock. The moment happening. is electric. Time Ew. stands still. If you love something, <laughs> set it free. What? Together, is? you dig the utensil into the mashed potatoes uh, and lift a heaping sporkful up. When you see Ashley with a sinister look, you know she's plotting against you to be with Colonel Sanders. And then, filled with rage and without thinking, you fling the sporkful of mashed potatoes right into Ashley's <gasps> stupid, beautiful face. Batman, do something, do something! <laughs> Scooping up a fingerful, Van Van tastes the dripping mashed potatoes and gravy and realizes that it, it's it's delicious. Horrified by this revelation, he slinks away. Will he ever be able to cook something with so much love and integrity? Hold on right there, Bobson. We do not waste food in the room kicking. Cooking. <laughs> Say it one more time. One more again. We do not waste food in the room cooking arena. Look at, look at Sprinkle's face. Colonel Channel Sanders, <laughs> I expect better from you. If you throw one more spoonful, you better be prepared to eat it from wherever it lands. Oh. <laughs> oh. Can I have potatoes face? <laughs> Van Van rushes back over, a covered dish in his hand. Van Van. Mashed potatoes with gravy? Pathetic! In just a few minutes, I've prepared a full meal. Gaze upon my specialty. Braised tentacle of octopus in my silky saltwater sauce. Plated on a battle axe blade forged by my supreme chef ancestors. Yeah! It's, it's pretty awesome, actually, yeah. Student. You've ignored me for too long. That ends now. It is I... 
He will have the first bite and you will all look on with envy. The interrupting student rushes at Van Van and swipes a bite of his signature dish right off the plate. No, don't! Sprinkles says. <laughs> Something about this dish doesn't strike my nose quite right. I think the octopus was rushed and may have turned in the process. The results could be toxic. <gasps> Too late, it has been eaten. I, uh, I think I left something in the oven. Student. I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> he transforms into a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fast. Don't take another right. <laughs> when you look back at the plate, the rest is gone. You notice the tip tentacle being slurped <laughs> up in Pop's oh mouth. Oh my god, Pop Pop! Pop, no! Pop winces in pain for just a moment, then is completely back to his oblivious self. Oopsie! <laughs> Tastes like poison. <laughs> the entire class is gathered to watch Pop's final moments. Shock has frozen the entire crowd. They are as motionless as statues. The class bell rings, disrupting the moment and snapping everyone back to reality. It would appear Pop's enthusiasm for trying new things, despite obvious danger, has inoculated him against poisons of all kinds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Pop! Sprinkles. I'm not sure the professors here make enough money. Um, hello, blue. I just turned into a ghost over here. Seeing that you're shaken up from the really annoying student and all his nonsense, Colonel Sanders approaches you. <laughs> I'm sorry you had to go through that. Please. Let me walk you home. What? Like for real? Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you follow Colonel Sanders out of the room. At night, the school building has taken on another vibe entirely. It's dark and more than a little spooky. Because <laughs> of the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Sanders stands in the quad's neon glow and speaks softly. Not too softly or slowly, though. <laughs> Those mashed potatoes you made in class today. Before you go on, I, I want you to know, they're not a great representation of my skills. I, I didn't even realize I was making them. They were amazing. Tasting them, it reminded me why I became so passionate about food to begin with. I <laughs> Colonel Sanders is getting choked up. Coking is... Coking. <laughs> it's a weird word. <laughs> Cooking is... <laughs> Cooking, when you're pretending to say it with a spatula in your mouth, it just comes out differently. <laughs> Cooking is obviously important to him in a way that you find inspiring. him. Now might be the perfect time to tell him you're developing feelings for him. <gasps> Colonel Sanders? Yes, Bob Song? There's something I need to tell you. Bob, Hold it right there. <laughs> There's something I need to tell you first. Oh, geez. You see, when I was just a boy, I had a dream that one day I would be the greatest chef the world has ever seen. And every day since, I have been working towards that dream day and night. Never stopping, never resting. Also, lifting a lot of weights, like so many weights. <laughs> we should follow our dreams of all of our hearts, that our souls may grant them like wishes flowing on a shooting star. Hey, no, I, you, shut up. I'm the one here to say inspirational stuff and be the star of the story. Are we forgetting that your cooking literally killed a guy? You can't prove that! 
I also saw you kill that guy. What was his name? Somewhere in the distance, you hear a long, sad sigh. (laughs) (sighs) Forget him. We're talking about me. Me, 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 me. (laughs) I'm the hero. Spork monster enters. Spork monster was this giant mashed potato looking thing with sporks coming out of him and sporks for teeth. Spork monster. Gravy. The spork monster is here. Oh, wow. Yes. That was good. Van Van. I think I left the fridge door open. Later, nerds. We will not let harm come to another student except for that ghost kid. I kind of dropped the ball on that. Spork monster. Be afraid! Be very afraid of me! Because I'm a monster! See? (laughs) Is he rhyming on purpose, or is that just a coincidence? But before you discuss syntax any further, it's a turn-based fight sequence! What will you do? Uh, let's attack. It pulls up a little fight menu in Final Fantasy VII colors. You decide to go on the attack. Which attack will you use? Oh, shit. Uh, let's cook with love. Our only option. Cook with love love does one damage. Got to do with it. It just got real. That attack really upset Spork Monster. Ah, fuck. Spork Monster goes on the attack. They spit hot gravy (laughs) at you. Oh, no. You take one damage. You only wanted Colonel Sanders to do that to you. Oh. Should we attack again? What should we do, guys? Let's attack! Okay, we're going to attack again. It worked. Spork Monster won't, for, won't forget this. Spork Monster is really feeling threatened by your attack. Spork Monster focuses their mashed mind and draws in energy from Mother Earth itself. Oh, oh Jesus. They grow larger and more intimidating. How will you respond? Oh, God. Defend. Defend. Uh, let's defend. Which defense will you use? Trepidation? Trepidation. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. You hold your head between your hands and mutter, this is not happening, this is not happening. Spork <laughs> <laughs> Monster uses Utilitensil. You take two damage from the attack. If you take much more damage, you're not going to survive the battle. Okay, let's, let's attack. Cook with love does one damage. Spork Monster is oozing cheese sauce onto the lawn of the quad. I wonder who's going to have to clean that up. <laughs> Feeling vulnerable, Spork Monster prepares for its ultimate attack, Rounded Edge. Vile villain! Your reign of terror stops here. Colonel Sanders summons the energy of a thousand chickens. Pot pie power pinch! <laughs> Pot pie power pinch does ten damage. Spork monster is defeated. You saved me. An injured spork monster spews steam into the night. Forget <laughs> mercy. Finish him. Spare, spare this wretched. Spare, spare this wretched beast. Spare um, him. Spare I him. say let's let's spare him. He's let's misunderstood. <laughs> yeah. You manage to tamp down your disgust at the sight of this gnarly beast long enough to realize that he's still a living creature with a pure soul who deserves your pity, not not your wrath. Be gone, beast, and don't you dare come back for a follow-up encounter tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> uh, is this foreshadowing? I won't forget this, and I certainly won't be back like you said. <laughs> the spork monster scuttles off into the night. The defeated monster left behind a special item. But it's a condom. It appears at first to be a cookbook, but upon closer inspection, it's so much a more. book. It's a book of magic spells with a golden chicken on the cover. It's a cluck book. <laughs> it's a cluck book. <laughs> be careful. You open the cover and find a library card tucked inside. The last name to have signed it is Borco. Hmm. Borco. That name sounds strangely familiar. 
Your blood is pumping as you stand in the quiet of night, holding the mysterious book in your hands. As you come down from your battle buzz, you realize that your final attack has left you completely depleted. The world around you begins to fade away. Oh, you're gonna wake Without up any Colonel energy Sanders to or... keep your eyes open, darkness overtakes you. The image of Colonel Sanders flashes before your eyes as you fall asleep. He must have helped you get home. In your tired state, you don't know if you could have made it without him. What a guy. You want to thank him, but you don't have the strength to utter a single word. You feel your covers being pulled over you as you're tucked in tightly. Good night, my colonel. <laughs> in your dreams, you're together with Colonel Sanders. For some reason, Sprinkles is also there instructing your love. Dreams are weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Adorable. Everyone rides, dr rides drumsticks across your vision. You awake on day two and, and attempt to process the wild visions you had. Were they memories or premonitions? And then there were secret ingredients that Colonel Sanders went ahead and told you outright. Not much of a secret, huh? It's probably just because he already trusts you so much. Sure, that makes sense. We'll go with that. You meet up with your bestie in front of the school. Before you can tell her about the encounter with the spork monster, she launches into a story of her own. Okay, I know this might sound a little strange, but I think I might be, um, I think I might like Clank. <laughs> <laughs> like him? Like, like, like? I know, it sounds like it's moving too fast, but there's something about him. I like him. I like, like him. We got to talking after class, and he's actually a totally sweet guy. Not only that, but he's really smart. He told me all kinds of stories about Colonel Sanders. Did you know that Colonel Sanders was the most popular kid in his high school? No, but... That does make complete sense. Yeah, but he was so popular that he was voted prom king at a school he didn't even go to <laughs> and was also the co convertible. What? What? And also was the convertible that he himself rode in at the front of the homecoming parade. I'm thinking maybe something got lost in the pressure cooker language translation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was me. <laughs> I was like, hey, am wait, I reading this part? Maybe it'd be best if you took it slow with this new boy, like I am with Colonel Sanders. You and Colonel Sanders? The coolest guy in school? The most famous student to ever attend University of Cooking School Academy for Learning? You're a thing now? We definitely connected yesterday. <laughs> You sure did. You did great. Why wouldn't he be into you, I guess? Laughing at the implication that you and Colonel Sanders might be a thing is definitely not cool. You are great. You have an idea about how to prove that your love is real. Well, if he's not into me, why did he tell me one of his secret ingredients? Your bestie's eyes light up. A secret ingredient? Yeah, I just said that. Is there a dramatic echo in here? <laughs> Miriam checks to make sure you're alone before continuing. So, this summer, while I was on vacation with my family, a lovely man approached me in the botanical garden when I was wandering. Ooh, this can't be good. He told me all about his passion for spices. Secret spices. The man even gave me some to show me what he meant. He said it was a powder created from super duper rare dried flower petals. And that if I did him a big favor, oh I could God. have some of my oh own. No. I don't, where is this going? Oh, no, no. <laughs> <Not> the hell? <laughs> Please, Miriam, don't tell me. So I filled my suitcase with them and brought them home. <laughs> He was so nice. He even met me at the gate when I arrived. Later, when I cooked with them, a very strange feeling came over me. <laughs> and the flavor was unlike anything I'd ever tasted. <laughs> I 
Thank you for being very liberal with the meaning of spices. <laughs> she she did drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyhow, we both share an interest in cooking, so we've stayed in touch, you know, like pen pals. I bet he would love to know more about new spices. I'm definitely not supposed to share Colonel Sanders' secret recipe. And besides, I only know one ingredient, so I doubt it'd be much use to anyone. Please, please, please! It would mean the world to me. No one has to know it came from you or from Colonel Sanders. What do you think? Should you protect <laughs> oh Colonel Sanders' secret or share it with your bestie? No, make it up! Tell her the ingredient Colonel Sanders told you or make up a fake ingredient. I I feel like we... She won't even know any better. Heart. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Sorry, but we got a lot. She was your best friend. Wow. She's your best friend. Was. Was best friend. Like Why was? Colonel Sanders is now our new Stuck best friend. You. <laughs> you think quickly. Uh, you quickly Miriam think has of a fake ended. ingredient name. I don't know. How about. <laughs> it was. I have Newt. I know. It sounds like some kind of witch's potion, but what can you do? I have Newt? Wow. Her eyes light up imagining such a thing, and you figure that you've satisfied her curiosity and she'll move on. However, she immediately turns around and does some thumb typing on her phone that you can't quite see. That's probably not good. Before you can ask her to confirm that she def that she was definitely not texting secrets to other people, you're interrupted. A wind rushes in. Cherry blossoms fill the air. <laughs> it's Colonel Sanders. She's <laughs> oh arriving at God. school. And here's Colonel Sanders riding a horse. <laughs> uh, we can uh, stand back and admire his uh, majestic glory or uh, run to him. Let's, uh, let's run to him. Let's be, let's be a little needy. Needy. You decide the best way to show Miriam how serious you and Colonel Sanders are would be to run to him. Surely he'll sweep no. you up on the back of a stallion and you'll ride away together. That'll show her good. Oh, <laughs> Colonel, my Colonel. However, your sudden movements surprise the horse and it rears <gasps> up, kicking you directly in the face. Uh, oh, oh, my God. The Never force of the blow completely horse. knocks you out cold. Oh my in the God. darkness, you see a vision. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> it's the ghost. <laughs> Bobson, I'm here to deliver you a message. Not this guy. It is important that you remember this exactly as I say it. If you forget, the world could end. I have been trapped in a realm beyond, but a great prophecy relies on my return. <laughs> Only you can save me. All you need to do is repeat my name three times. <laughs> that name is. But before he can continue, you suddenly awake. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you awake to find Colonel Sanders tending to you. He roused you mm. back to life with a satchel of secret oh. spices. Or is that oh. just his naturally seasoned musk? Oh, yes. <laughs> Compliment <gasps> the craftsmanship of his uh, horse's shoes or... Leaning for a kiss. Uh, I don't know, guys. Should we do it? Kiss. Do yes. Kiss. Yes. I think you're. I think you're. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, we're just, Things we're don't just, seem to be going too well with the colonel, in my opinion. Yeah. No, but hey, you know what? We're being aggressive. All right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You've known him for a day. Are you really sure? I guess you must be. You put your arm around Colonel Sanders' neck and pull him in for a kiss. But he turns his face and you awkwardly kiss his ear. You can feel him shudder. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Too soon, you clearly mistook his compassion for love. Your soul crawls inside of itself, and you instantly die of embarrassment. Oh, <laughs> oh my no! Game over. Oh, you actually die of embarrassment. We suck at this wow. game. Two how fails is, so how far. How are for any prank. of us married at all, or even I'll, I'll in a relationship? I'll tell you what. 
I I finished this game without a game over and wow. I got the second best ending. So try again, wow. Frank. Wow. wow. Honestly, I know how to woo Colonel biscuits. Sanders. Let's let's stand back and admire. Okay, keep our distance. We're keeping our distance. We reset. Uh, Colonel Sanders arrived on his pony. We're keeping our distance. Colonel Sanders' horse is truly a thing of beauty. It lets you go pretty far before it kills you, though. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, sit through it, that they rode a lot just yeah. to kill you. Yeah. yeah. Without ever well, acknowledging no, that being him. watched, he does a short horse dance before dismounting with a flourish. He then oh slaps gosh. the beautiful creature gently on its rear, sending it running free into the countryside. <laughs> You are so struck by the sight of him that you lose the ability to speak coherently. Oh, I didn't realize anyone was watching. Don't worry. He knows his way home. You so attempt to compliment Colonel Sanders, but the words don't come out exactly right. What a horseful butte you have. I mean, what a horsey feel butte you have. Dang it, that's <laughs> what I just said. Being a good friend, Miriam attempts to cover for you. Really nervous around people they like. We're all a little nervous. Right <laughs> now. This is yeah, not helping. I mean, they've got food poisoning, and we're up all night. It was gruesome. You should have seen it. <laughs> she gives you a wink and a smile, as if to say, "Situation handled." Can't blame a girl for trying. <laughs> and with that, Colonel Sanders disappears into the school, leaving you and Miriam to follow. When you enter the classroom change room, you can see your two we're rivals, Ashley and Van Van, are doing something bad. By the way they're hiding, you know it must be something really bad. Like counterfeiting recipes bad, experimenting, <gasps> experimenting with restricted ingredients bad, summoning a demon bad. You try and get a peek over Van Van's hulking shoulder, but he sees you coming. Van Van. Whoa there, little one. I'm not sure you're ready to handle this. Why don't you make like a bee and mind your own wax, honey? Okay, we can uh, tell them to stop acting immature or act like you're not interested in them, but Really try to get a closer look. I say we get a little bit of a closer look. Get see what's closer. going on in there. Get a looky looky. Yeah. You sit near the rivals, but leave your back turned to them. You can even hear Van muttering something that sounds a bit like a magic spell. However, he notices you eavesdropping. You try and cover your tracks and improvise an excuse. <clears throat> it's time for class, and you're distracting the rest of us who uh, want to learn. Now you've upset them. Oh, hey, you're the emperor of cooking, are you? Okay, you make the rules here. I'm not sure you'd know a good meal if it ate you! <laughs> Being the best chef in the world takes more than just culinary skills. It takes creativity. It takes panache. And it doesn't hurt to use a little evil. evil. <laughs> <laughs> you finally get a look at what they were hiding and you instantly recognize it. It's the book, just like the one you found after your encounter with the spork monster. That's the same book I found last night in the quad. Ashley immediately elbows Van Van, who hides the book behind his back. Ashley. I don't know what you're talking about. That book is a family heirloom, and it can, and its contents are secret. You notice that they haven't just been studying the book. They've got Pop pinned to the wall, and they're tossing potato skins at him as he tries to catch them in his mouth. <laughs> We're playing. <laughs> Before you can dig any further, you're interrupted by the arrival of more students. It's almost time for class. Beep, beep, Clank says. Clank must be running late. He's in such a hurry that he rolls right over Van Van's meaty foot. Hey, watch it, you bucket of bolts. You watch how you talk to him. He didn't do anything. <laughs> Who do you think you're talking to? I've never heard such language, not even from a stand mixer. 
No, your mother was a stand mixer. Van Van jumps to attack <gasps> Clank, but Clank shocks Van Van, sending him flying across the room. Protect me, Colonel Sanders. These crazed men are about to come to blows. I think I must be over me, but I'm not interested in either of them. Ashley's tone has completely changed in an instant. She bats her eyelashes at Colonel Sanders. Surely he must know that this is a ruse, right? Gentlemen, get a hold of yourselves. Save it for the arena, at least. Or don't. Honestly, what do I care? I've got lofty career aspirations to focus on. Maybe I can help you with your business plan. Just then, Sprinkles arrives to signal the true start of class day. He's panting, which doesn't seem that abnormal. He's a professor, but he's also a dog. Students, please take your seats. I apologize for my late arrival. I spent the morning chasing a car all around town. And my tiny legs are very, very tired. But I'm here now, and I hope you're ready to learn. After he catches his breath, Sprinkles regains control of the classroom. Without further ado, well, a real, we'll review the global history of my favorite fowl, the chicken. You want to pay attention to the lesson, truly, you do. Which is why, in 1776, at the signing of the Declaration of Independence, it was a chicken. Who first signed their name? But you can't help but daydream about Colonel Sanders, and you miss most of the important parts. A full screen of Colonel Sanders winking at you, holding his glasses. When you come to, Sprinkles is holding a tray of food in front of you. Well, Bob-san? Naturally, this appears to you. Naturally, this appears to you to be a sample platter. Which item do you want to sample? We have a glass of water, a shimmering pepper, and a dog biscuit. Um, do the pepper. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with the pepper. I think we might die, but let's let's die in fire. Shimuri. A brightly colored pep stands out from the other items. It sparkles in a most eye-catching way, so naturally you reach out, grab it, and eat it right away. However, your body is not prepared for the heat. The pepper has triggered an intense oh, no. spice hallucination. It feels oh, like forever no. as you trip through the universe. My friend. <laughs> Says ghost of the student. <laughs> This guy again. I'm here to give you an important message. <laughs> you must avenge my death and fulfill your destiny. All you must do is create it. <laughs> I was saying, fulfill your destiny. All you have to do is creative. <laughs> Sorry, I, I think I've got some spice stuck in my throat. It's fine. I'll work through <clears throat> to fulfill <clears throat> your, the prophecy. <clears throat> you feel yourself begin to regain consciousness. Oh, man. You come to and find everyone is staring at you. That pepper was the last of its kind on Earth, and now it's gone forever. You think to yourself, geez, I should pay better attention, Miriam. We all make mistakes. I'm sure he'll forgive you someday. Come on, it's time for lunch. Before anyone can relax, the cafeteria lights dim, and your rivals enter to make a dramatic announcement. Today's lunch will be prepared! Via timed competitive cook-off! <laughs> the level of theatrics with these two is off the charts. We can uh, demand that they stop wasting everyone's time or step up and tell them, 
you're on. I say let's uh, let's take these punks down a notch. All right. Yeah. Uh, you're That's on. What you think? I am not a punk. A little bit of lunchtime competition, eh? Count me in. If I have to wipe the table with you fools before I set my lunch down, then so be it. I'm not the fool. You're the fool, fool. Good one, Van Van. I like your gumption, Bob. <sighs> I'll be watching your performance. Just as things reach a boiling point, Sprinkle steps in. Surely he'll put a stop to this madness. Now, now, students, please settle down. This is a lunchroom, not the sporting court. Finally, a little sense. You breathe a sigh of relief. At least not until we turn on the timer. Just then, huge lights blast you in the face, oh flashing the words, oh, timer shit. ready. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I stand corrected. The hard way builds solidly a foundation of confidence that cannot be swept away. <laughs> and that's an original quote by me, in case anyone was wondering. Ugh, you're the worst. I hope it's a message. <laughs> I hope it's message lifts you to victory. Like a diamond, I was formed under pressure, and now is my chance to shine. <laughs> I will defeat you myself! You had his chicken and you made mashed potatoes and gravy on day one, and you're feeling like you can really impress him again here. It's time to boil some water for the potatoes. Think fast. If the timer runs out, you'll be forced to pick randomly. Oh, no. What temperature does water boil at? Uh, it always uh, boils uh, at 100 uh, seconds uh, after you turn uh, the heat on, 100 uh, Celsius, uh, or 100 Fahrenheit. Wrong! <laughs> That's wrong! What are you thinking, Ralton? Get your head into the game! Oh, no. You're going to need to season this chicken before you cook it. You don't know... You don't know Colonel Sanders' recipe exactly, but you have an idea. How many herbs and spices did he say he used? 10, 7, eleven. or 11? 11, that's right. You might not know all the ingredients yet, but at least you're headed in the right direction. Tail wagging intensify. Oh, sorry. Sprinkles. <laughs> now that you've got some basic steps in, it's going to. It's time to elevate your craft. What state of mind offers the most flavor? Vigilance, trust, or gratitude? Uh, gratitude? It's that's right. You must never take this opportunity for granted if you hope to succeed. Your classmates are rooting for you, but Ashley is simply stronger and faster than you. You'd better pick up the pace if you want to survive. When you were a child, your father told you never forget when, where you came from. Every day you meditate on his advice and draw energy from that place. Now would be a great time to harness that energy. So where does it come from? Uh, small town where big dreams are born? Uh, that's small town right. Where big dreams are born. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. This is your shot, and you're not going to miss it. You got about 10 seconds and less for each some answers. Ow! Sprinkles says, you try to shut out the noise of the arena and focus on your cooking. Everyone cheer him on. What is the sound no. of success? Oh, my uh, camera sizzling. just died. Sizzling, silence, or... Oh. oh. That's wrong, whatever you said. Sprinkles says, don't make him get the don't, spray bottle. Don't, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> don't let me get the spray bottle. You notice Colonel Sanders out of the corner of your eye. I believe wow. in you, Bob Sound. He's actually cheering you on. Which would be awesome, except knowing he's watching you makes you totally forget what you were doing. Now, all you can think about is Colonel Sanders, <laughs> as it pictures Colonel Sanders on the cream-colored pony. How many spoonfuls of gravy would it take to fill a traditional... Oh, no! What were you thinking? Get your mind back oh, in the competition. No! Did you know what you chose? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't choose all anything. It was too fast. Colonel Sanders-based. <laughs> yeah, were they like Colonel Sanders on a horse? Yeah. You are stranded on a desert island with only one desert dessert cookbook. Which do you take? What a hunk it shows Colonel Sanders ripping his apron off. I know, right? You know what? Shouldn't you be focused on the challenge? Your father behind. Sorry, I forgot the question. Three seconds, two seconds, no, one I second. Just, I did wedding vows. <laughs> <laughs> so it's giving you answers that are Colonel Sanders related and you can't really pick anything good. You're really struggling to keep up. After the next station, at the next station over, Ashley has already begun plating elements of her dish. It's colorful and complex. To make up time, you toss your biscuit dough in the stand mixer. As you do, the crowd gasps. Oh, yikes. 
I know you love nothing more than seeing a fellow appliance utilized in a kitchen battle, but sometimes that means sacrificing the personal touch. Clank says. <laughs> you might not have any hands, but Bobson does, and a good chef needs to be touching the dough to know when it's properly mixed. There's an easy way and a hard way. <laughs> you don't get far by going the easy way. Oh, my God. When you hear everyone talking, you realize how serious your error was. You immediately shove your hand in the mixture to rescue your dough before it's overmixed. Oh, God. Bobson, no! Your hands are cut but off. But you're not fast enough, and your hand gets stuck. It's immediately crushed by the quickly spinning fires. Oh There's no way you'll Jesus. be able to use that hand for the rest of the match. Okay, this is getting really good. Colonel Sanders shakes his head in shame. Dude, the size of his forearms, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> what you often find is that the easy way can turn out much much more difficult. Sprinkle what says, Everyone can stop what you're doing right now. This battle is over. It can't be. I was so close to finishing my dish. Sweetheart, look at your hand. <laughs> you simply can't go on. Aw, that's like too bad. And here I am with a completed dish ready to serve. Surely that makes me the winner by default. No, no. It wouldn't be fair to compare the two on account of Bob San's injury. What? You see Sprinkles begin to lick his doggy chops as he locks onto the dish. But I suppose you should at least tell us what you've prepared. Well, uh, because I'm the sweetest, I skipped straight to dessert. Under this white chocolate dome, you'll find a wide array of delights taking you on a journey of flavor that tastes good and tells a story of excellence. I was gonna ask Bobson to do the honor, but since you're injured, I'm afraid that pouring this creamer of delicate hot chocolate sauce might be too difficult. Colonel Sanders, if you wouldn't mind lending me your strong, steady hand. Colonel Sanders pours the hot chocolate sauce on top of the dome, causing it to melt away, revealing the ingredients hidden within. Thank you, Colonel. <laughs> Inside, you'll find a delicate fried cheese croquette atop a slice of honeycomb, ice cream two ways, tender nougat, and pearls of blueberry jelly. 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 Colonel Sanders seems intrigued, but perhaps not impressed as he dips his finger into the chocolate sauce. Simplicity isn't your strong suit, is it, Ashley? Oh, you. (laughs) (laughs) As he places a sauce-covered finger into his lips, Ashley leans over and whispers something into his ear. A dab of sauce sticks to his mustache, his moustache. Internalize the rage you feel or put yourself between Colonel Sanders and Ashley. Get in there. Internalize it. I don't What's know. it gonna be, Frank? Oh man. Uh, let's let's fight. You reach out with your apron and wipe to wipe the sauce off his glistening face. <gasps> wow, that's a move. Rude. Oh no, Colonel Sanders recoils and brushes you back. Yeah. Oh, no. This goatee isn't just a fashion statement. It's also functional. I was saving that flavor uh, for later. Because he likes Ew. it. Flavor back flavor. up. Flavor back flavor. up. Game over. Oh, listen, wow. I'm just saying is it gonna send you? I'm going to be with Colonel Sanders. Ashley <laughs> over here. I'm winning it. Okay, we're back. 
do you internalize the rage? Yes, you do. Okay, your rage burns so intensely with your within your eyes that they burst into flames. <laughs> the flames cause your eyebrows to catch fire and turn to ash, and then they fall on, off your face, which means people will have a hard time understanding your emotions for the rest of the semester, perhaps forever. Embarrassed and ashamed by your poor performance, not to mention your crispy fried brows, you run for the quad to be alone. The beautiful weather feels like an insult. Inside of you, a storm rages. It's Colonel Sanders. He's probably here to tell you that he and Ashley are in love and have decided to get married. And he won't even ask you to cater his wedding because you're a terrible chef and an awful person. (laughs) You try to hide from him, but he approaches you directly. I know you're hurting right now. Not just from the devastating loss, but from that running with the mixer and that small fire. We should get that checked out. I'm, I'm fine. Can't you just leave me alone? I'm a loser. I'm not fit to fill your fryer. I'll never be a master chef. Failure is a part of life, not just for you, but for all of us. Do you think I've never failed at anything before? That's exactly what I think. Well, then think again. I wasn't always the man you see before you, enrolled in culinary school, incredibly handsome, (laughs) successful, motivated. Well, handsome, sure. I was born that way. But I've walked other paths and arrived at dead ends. I was passionate about life, but I failed. As an obstetrician. I was passionate about justice, but I failed as a lawyer. I didn't know. People see my delicate ribbon tie, my (laughs) well-kept beard, and assume that I've got it all together, which is true now. But it hasn't always been. Sounds like this guy could really use a hug. I resolved then that I was going to amount to something. No amount of hours, labor, or money would deter me. From giving the best I had to give. As Colonel Sanders changes focus, you can see something ignite inside of him. A burning passion. One has to remember that every failure can be a stepping stone to something better. My new dream is pure. It's honest. It's something that a humble man in a crisp white suit can be proud of. I will create a new chain of chicken restaurants that will bring joy to the entire world and make up for my past misdeeds. Yay! Says Pop. (laughs) Just as your moment grows intimate, you're interrupted by a threatening, shadowy presence. Battle scarred from the night before, you prepare for the worst. Borko? It has eyes! (laughs) I know I said I wouldn't be back, and after the whole fate to the death thing, maybe you don't really want to see me anymore, but I... Just wanted to say that I was wrong to attack you, <laughs> and I apologize. <laughs> I know what it's like having to always look over your shoulder. Monster problems, am I right? Oh, thanks, Borco. I'm glad there's no hard feelings. Getting jumped by a giant creature in the dark of night can really rile a person up. I also want to apologize for the way I switched right into attack mode. I know that you're strong, and cooking school can put a person under a lot of stress. I actually used to go to this school. I wasn't always a spork monster, you see. I don't believe it. You were human once? Well, well, no. I was a golden retriever. (laughs) (laughs) But I was still a student. Until one day, some mean kids with a magic spellbook cast a dark enchantment on me, and I was forever transformed. A magic spellbook? 
Precisely. I had procured a copy for myself, but somewhere along the way, I've lost it. If you find such a book, I beg of you, respect it. You're a powerful chef and shouldn't really rely on such dark and evil magic. No, you should be protecting the innocent from those who would cheat them through sorcery and guile. If you need me, don't fear. I will be there. This voice is really hard to do. <laughs> Colonel? It sounds like there are some bad cooks in the kitchen of life. Bob's on? Together? I'm sure we can defeat them. Come back to my hideaway. And we can discuss. A personal invite? You can't imagine what Colonel Sanders' home must be like, but it sounds like you're about to find out. Stepping inside Sanders' home, surrounded by his things, you start to feel a special oh. bond with him. It looks like you live such a, an exciting life, Colonel Sanders. Every day can be an adventure, if you approach it with the right attitude. Long ago, I made the decision to never stop searching, never stop working, never stop imagining. Have you... Been working on any new recipes of your own lately? I'm always excited. Talk about food with another ambushes. Ambitious. Ambitious. Ambuscutious. Ambitious, yeah. Ambitious. Well, there is something. It's just a side dish that I've been tinkering with, trying to find the right balance of flavors and textures. I'm not sure I've nailed it yet, but... I'm close. Colonel Sanders' eyes perk up as he starts to wonder what dish you might be describing. It's meant to pair with something spicy or something crispy. Both, perhaps? Now you've got him right where you want him. Should you reveal your new creation to him or keep it a secret just for you? Ooh. Reveal yourself reveal to him in all of That's, your glory. Well, let's reveal it. You decide that you're ready as you're ever going to be to share your original cooking with Colonel Sanders. Before you can talk yourself out of it, you decide to dive in headfirst. You reach into your lunch bag for a special dish that you've been keeping on ice all day. I present to you my original coleslaw. The shredded cabbage dish glistens in oh. the light of Colonel Sanders' Lux hideaway. Treated to an anime coleslaw in a dish. Magnificent! Together you chow down on the creamy slaw until just a spoonful oh. remains in the bowl. Do you mind if I... Hold on to that last bite. I'd like to have it around so that I can admire its taste <laughs> later <laughs> and think back on this moment. You could offer to make him more, but he seems like a sentimental kind of guy. Sure, why not? Please make yourself comfortable. I'll be back in just a moment. You realize that now would be the perfect time to do some snooping. <laughs> around the room are various items you can look closer at. Each item seems to radiate memories and emotions. You open the door to Colonel Sanders' closet and find a row of his signature white suits hanging within. You take one off its hanger and try it on. The jacket is a bit big for you, but it's soft and comfortable. You give yourself a deep hug, breathing in his scent. They say that home is where the heart is. Is this what they mean? Before you can look any further, you hear Colonel Sanders returning. He has a new dish that he's been working on and wants you to taste it. You try to act casual until he asks why you're wearing his jacket. I don't usually loan those out, but I must say, it does look good on you. <laughs> oh crap, the jacket. You forgot to take it off. All right. You decide that now is your moment and make a big move. You tell him that you're cold or. Tell him you're cold. Tell take him away. 
Cold, uh, cold, 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 cold. Make a big move, huh? Every time yeah, he's not even attracted to us. You know what? You have a knack for picking the wrong answers, to Frank. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go with tell him you're cold. We'll right. do the classic girl. Well, I just am a little cold, but then she steals your jacket. <laughs> she steals it. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to intrude. I just got a little cold and thought this might warm me up. Colonel Sanders smiles and scoots closer to the fireplace. It's warm by the fire. Why don't you come a little closer? Oh, my God. Suddenly, everything feels like it's moving too fast. Final exams are tomorrow. You should be thinking about what you're going to cook. I should be home studying. Overwhelmed, you take off the jacket and run for the door. But the thought of leaving Colonel in the midst of such an emotional breakthrough gives you pause. You stop yourself. Colonel, I honestly think that this may be the beginning of something wonderful. I think you're right. <laughs> we should take things slow. <laughs> you talk late into the night and drift off into a slumber. Dream sequence. Hang on. <laughs> Everyone from the academy floats through your dreams again. On fried chicken. You awake to a beautiful morning in Colonel Sanders' hideaway. Oh, boy. Did you make the right you decision on how to respond to Colonel night. Sanders? Only time will truly tell. Yeah, who knows? Today is a day that could change the rest of your life. On the third day, you guys, you think about the new secret ingredient you just learned about. Blank, blank, blank. In some <laughs> jurisdictions, blank, blank, blank isn't even legal. But if the recipe is a secret, how will they know? Your thoughts are interrupted when Colonel Sanders emerges into the room. He's holding a gorgeously plated breakfast, and your mouth waters the sight of it. Here's a simple breakfast I just whipped up. Ugh, It's gross. meticulous. It's a drumstick and a... Uh, Biscuit cut in half with some butter. It looks so good. It looks so good. The butter just oozing down the sides. (laughs) You taste Colonel Sanders' food and it takes you on a journey. When you return, he's waiting to ask you an important question. So, would you say that we're the uh, perfect match? No, get get leave. How presumptuous. My cuisine and your taste buds, that is. Gross. Such confidence, such grace. Could he be the world's greatest gift to cookery? Should we take him down? Don't a peg take him down a peg. Him. Don't you dare take All him right. down a peg. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think we might make a great team. A single tear begins to pool in the corner of his eye as he gazes out the window. And with the right business partner, I know I can't fail. Business partner? Could he be talking about you? It's all happening so quickly. Overcome with emotion and confused by your feelings, you're on the verge of tears, unable to speak. The only answer you can find is to run out the door and get home. There's still one more day of school after all. The University of Cooking School Academy for Learning waits for no one. You get home to find something very surprising. Your best friend is there waiting for you. Miriam? Where have you been? I... Because I had one heck of a night. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, she fucked the robot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I've been desperate to talk to you about it, but I couldn't find you. I got worried that something had happened to you. It's okay. I was just... But now it turns out you're fine. I can finally get you up to speed on the saga of Miriam. Sure, but... You will not believe what happened to me after school yesterday. I went on a 
date! <laughs> I think I can believe that. Since I'd been partnered up with Clank, he asked me to go out with him. Of course I told him, you'd better keep your dials turned to polite and respectful. I'm not that kind of girl. But he was just interested in spending some one-on-one time together and getting to know me. So I said, yeah, sure. I can get to know the little me- metallic guy. <laughs> Long story short, he took me skydiving with his friends, but things quickly spiraled out of control. Did she just say skydiving? As if that's a typical first date to go on with a talking pressure cooker? And now, I'm not really sure where we stand. You don't give Miriam time to tell her the whole story. However, bottling up the details of your own night is just too much to bear. I went on a date too. Back to Colonel Sanders' house, where I spent the night with him. Oh no. You. What? (laughs) Nothing happened, but the emotional connection. Wowzers. Wowzers. Uh, Miriam tells you to move on from this whole Colonel Sanders session and focus on school. She's just That's an crazy. option. If being obsessed with Colonel Sanders is wrong, you don't want to be right. After a short argument, you both agree to go your separate ways. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. wow. You can go your own way. When you arrive at school, you encounter your rivals in the quad. Yeah. You can tell from a distance that they're picking on Pop, though he himself might not quite grasp that fact. You know, (laughs) because... Because, you know, he's Pop. (laughs) Pop, that's why. What's a swirly? It sounds delicious. (laughs) Oh, it's great. I'll order you up one right away. I'll have my swirly with sprinkles, please. (laughs) Sprinkles is a dog and a treat. You can get your Srilly dip, too. Why don't you pick on someone your own size? Why that sound dirty? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm literally the biggest person at this school. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a really good point. Um, There is that horse that Colonel Sanders <laughs> rides to school. But who would man. dare pick on such a gentle and beautiful creature? You've got some nerve, Bob Son, suggesting I pick on a defenseless horse. Yeah, rude. I mean, that horse can kick pretty good. Seriously. <laughs> now you're twisting my words, and I won't have it. You clench your fist, but the injury from yesterday's mixer accident makes you wince with pain. Doesn't look like you can go on cooking like that. Might as well just give up. I'll never give up. Ever. Colonel Sanders arrives just as it appears things are close to boiling over. A naturally intuitive person, he senses that something's been going on. Is everyone... Excited no. for the final day of school. <laughs> Bobson, how's that hand feeling? I'm sure you'll be back in fighting form by this afternoon. Aren't you concerned about my hands, Colonel? Yesterday I almost broke a nail, winning so hard. Technically, I don't believe a winner was decided, but your presentation was quite impressive. Thank you. What is he doing <laughs> complimenting her? But what about, like, the flavor of my delicate, warm, gooey (laughs) chocolate sauce? It was clear that you're passionate about how your food is received. That's a lot of words to say it was bland. Excuse me, Bob-son. I'm more than capable just enough to speak for myself. Maybe you could tell me more of your thought as we talk into class, Colonel? Talk into class. Walk into class. <laughs> is that what it said? <laughs> it said walk into class. Oh, well, whatever. Colonel Sanders' allure is getting to her. <laughs> so I'm always interested in discussing the fine art of fine foods. Mm. <laughs> 
see you inside. Oh, God. <laughs> Pops up. <laughs> Annoyed by Chris Sanders' inability to see Ashley for who you know she really is, you walk across the quad to get some distance. In an attempt to distract yourself from how slighted you feel by that interaction with Ashley, you take out the spell book you recovered yesterday and start flipping through the pages. Whoa, that's that book? It looks like bad news. It's just thing I found lying around. It would appear to be some sort of grimoire, but I really don't believe in that magic stuff. A grimoire? Like a book of spells? I don't know. How could you spend so much time decorating a magic book if it weren't really powerful? I can think of one surefire way to find out. You open to a page covered with arcane writing. Cast only in case of extreme emergencies, it says around the edges of the page. I could use a spell here, and it says that it will erase anyone I choose from all my memories. If I scrub out Colonel Sanders, it will probably help me focus better on the upcoming final exam. That is way drastic. Couldn't you do something else? Like anything else? Not rooted in dark magic? Maybe tie a string around your finger? Okay, I'm not sure how that's that's helpful. (laughs) It's a reminder. (laughs) Okay, fine. It is drastic, but desperate times call for desperate measures. You've got the memory-erasing spell sitting right in front of you and a pretty good excuse to try it out. Don't do it. Uh, cast cast the, speller, the don't forbidden do it spell. <laughs> Return the slab. <laughs> uh, let, let, you know, we're not going to do it all. We're not, you know, yeah. I think we all saw Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It didn't really work out that well. You take your friend's advice and put the book away. It's almost time for class. Sprinkles is already in the room waiting for the students to arrive. He clears his voice to make a quick announcement. <laughs> I want you all to know I feel something of a dog moment coming on, but I assure you, it's nothing to be afraid of. Fuck does that mean? <laughs> His cute little nose scrunches up and he begins to breathe quickly. He must be hungry. Reach for some old homework to give him a snack. Dogs can be rather unpredictable, especially sprinkles. Wait to see what happens. He begins to breathe qu- I don't know. I think he may be trying to throw up, maybe. I don't know. We're just gonna wait and see what happens. Good call. Sprinkles stops in his tracks. He focuses in on the window. The room is deadly silent. When you follow his gaze, you see a tiny orange squirrel perched on a cherry tree outside. Sprinkles turns feral and runs to the window of the classroom. He begins barking uncontrollably at the squirrel outside. Terrence! I told you never come back here, Terrence! I will destroy you! Terrence! (laughs) Sprinkles is barking ferociously, drool flying off his face. The squirrel looks over, but he doesn't say anything back. You wonder, is that even a talking squirrel? Who named him Terrence? You better not show your chubby cheeks around here! again! After Sprinkles is satisfied that his presence has been felt by not only Terrence, but any other squirrel in hearing distance, he returns to his professional tone. <laughs> I apologize for the outburst. This actually brings up an important point. Thank you, Bob-san. For reminding me to dole out this indispensable bit of wisdom, you see. But before he can go any further, Miriam's love drama spills over into the class. Sprinkles, Sprinkles is interrupted by uh, Whirls and Sparks coming from the back of the room. Uh oh, is he getting an HJ? <laughs> <laughs> I, I told you to save it for after class. <laughs> Carly has to do both these voices. <laughs> you think I wanted to be thrown from a plane strapped to a stranger? Miriam and Clank appear to be arguing, but you still haven't learned to speak Clank's language or mechanical noises. But no, you had to show off to your cool kid friends, Jeff and Joan. J and J forever. 
watch us from a triangle in mid or watch us form a triangle in midair as we descend. <laughs> Triangles are the strongest shapes, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't make it a great date. Then take Jeff and Joan with you. You can all hold hands as you pedal down the mountain or off a cliff for all I care. Sad people. <laughs> Clank begins to shudder. Steam pours out the gaps in his panel and then a loud ding stops him in his tracks. Beep, beep. Oh, God. He's like oh, vomiting no. and his, his eyeball popped out. <laughs> no amount of seasoning is going to make me want to eat that, Clank. Okay. What? Well. What? <laughs> what? Clank burps out a completely deep fried <laughs> sneaker. Considering that he himself has wheels, not feet, it's not entirely clear where it came from. In terms of deep fried, uh, no, wait, deep, deep friend footwear? Oh, yeah, why is right? it deep friend? It should be deep fried. I guess it looks okay. Plank slowly rolls out of the room to be alone with his shoe. Everyone tries to pretend Aww. like they didn't see that entire thing go down. Nothing like a loud public breakup to cast a pall over the final day of school. Well, that was unfortunate. But we mustn't be distracted from what lies ahead. The final competition! Showdown challenge exam! Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark. I'm still working on the title. But I think you get it. Test time approaches. See you all in the arena. But before you can think about your upcoming competition, there's a very beautiful soul nearby in need of a pep talk. Hey, Miriam. Are you okay? Okay. I'm so mad I can smash a tiny mug spilling several droplets of hot cocoa all over the floor. How could he embarrass me in class like that in front of everyone? Her tiny cocoa is delicious treasure, so you know that this breakup is no joke, even if the source of her frustration is such a silly boy. I know that you know this, but I'm going to say it out loud. You don't need anyone. Me and you, we're going to cruise this final test and hit the carpool lane to Success City. Miriam brightens up, imagining the wind rushing through her short bangs, but she hesitates to embrace the feeling <laughs> all the way. You're not going to saddle up on Colonel Sandal Sanders' stallion and ride off into the sunset without me. Of course not. Well, maybe, sort of, but I'm sure there's a pony out there with your name on it and a ranch big enough for both of us and whoever else we want to bring along. Okay, now they're making some sort of, like, Mormon thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not... Pop or Clank or anyone else you meet today, tomorrow, or this whole year, so what? You're a special person who shouldn't settle for the first someone to show a little interest anyhow. Aww. Miriam gives you a big hug and wipes the tears from her cheeks. I should really review my menu for today. I'm going to make a very special soup. And I bet that Professor Dog is going to love it up. While you were pep-talking Miriam, you completely missed lunch, but that's okay, because you had a better idea of how to spend the time before your exam. You've decided to head to the arena early to practice a dish. This is it, the location of your final challenge. A test of will, a test of courage, a test of talent, and a chance to beat the pants off Van Van, the supposed man-man, and his evildoer counterpart, Ashley. As planned, you begin to run through a quick test of the recipe you've been working on, Bob Sand's famous chicken pot pie. After practicing for months, making this dish comes second nature to you, and you're able to quickly get a fresh pot pie in the oven. But as soon as you do, your cram session is interrupted by Colonel Sanders. Bob Sand, what are you doing here? There's still time before the final exam. Oh, just taking it all in. I'm big into visualizing success. I'm looking at my station and picturing victory. 
The pot pie has begun to bake and the smell is slowly filling the space around you. Visualizing, huh? That's too bad. I was hoping you were here cooking something delicious. You'd usually happily share your food with anyone who is hungry, but the last time you let Colonel Sanders get in your head, it cost you a cook-off. You decide that it's time to put your cooking above your romantic desires, but that decision gets hard to stick to when the oven timer goes off behind you. We can ignore it. Like, there was no sound at <laughs> you know, all. It's just going to light on fire. Practice dish. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, there's going to be a fire or something, or he's say, you're a liar, I can't trust you. You lied to me once, yeah, I can never trust you ever again. So let's just fess up about our practice dish, okay? All right, yeah, we were making a practice Okay, we were making a practice dish. Okay, okay, you got me. I'm doing a little bit more of the visualizing. <laughs> oh, I know. My nose can smell a pot pie from 400 yards. What are you? Ooh, we got a little pot pie piggy, dog? yeah? <laughs> That's an oddly specific distance, but you'd expect nothing less from such an oddly specific man. You knew it was a pot pie just from the smell? Not just a pot pie, but a chicken pot pie with an oh butter crust. Oh my god! Stop it! Never stop. Be yourself. Keep doing it. In my no. nose, it's telling me something else. Stop! <laughs> my nose is telling me right no. <laughs> You guys don't oh, no. have to watch him is say it, it though. There's a difference. Like you can guys you can hear it, but I can it? watch it happen, and it's all okay. it. I want to see it. I want to. No, it's Grace, so he closes bit. his eyes. It's horrible. Because <laughs> he's feeling it. He's no. feeling it. I can smell that it oh. was made <laughs> with a heaping helping of tea. L. See. No. Okay, if anyone's feeling like this is running too long, it's because of the Colonel Sanders voice. <laughs> but it'll probably stop burning any second if you don't pull oh, God. it out. Oh God! Oh, God. God. oh no! I gotta pull out. If I don't pull out. Like he's sweating. Bad happen. <laughs> the moment of truth. I'm sweating. Oh wow! Oh. We're treated to a. Uh, Anime chicken pot pie. Oh, that looks yeah, great, little, to be honest. Just a little bit of a little bit of mess right there. A little bit of mess around the edges. Ew! Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best pot pie I've ever tasted. Oh. I've always loved country Shut. cooking. <laughs> and I could eat this all day. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> There's no time left. The final showdown is about to begin. Sprinkles lays down the ground rules. There are no rules. That is, except to cook with everything you've got. You step up for the cook-off of a lifetime. You decide that mac and cheese plus the pot pie you've been practicing are just the dishes that'll push you over the edge to victory. Meanwhile, both Van Van and Ashley are prepping wildly elaborate dishes per their usual over-the-top selves. Miriam has her giant magnifying glass and several sets of tweezers. She's definitely prepared to go big going small. Colonel Sanders seems to be harnessing his 11 herbs and spices, but he's trying to find a way to improve on something perfect. His original recipe, registered trademark, fried chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, is this where he invents extra crispy? (laughs) The intensity in the room starts at a full 10 out of 10 with a frenzy of action. Everyone is calling out really cool special cooking moves as they prepare their food. Wow, this is getting really serious. Colonel Sanders batters his chicken as it levitates through the air. Egg wash! Miriam furiously injects ingredients into an itty-bitty pot of broth. Best friend, Buster Blaster! 
Oh. That sounds terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Would have been better if it was batter blaster. Baster, yeah. baster. Was it baster? I think it might have been baster. baster Whatever. Maybe. Best friend, baster blaster. That's they're no. They're both bad. Worse. It's Van Van flexes his pectorals as he chops open a sea urchin. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley scoops her pastries off the tray with lightning speed. Shallow personality. Spatula. Even Clank gets in on it. <laughs> what? It, it, Clank can so- finally talk? Yeah. <laughs> I was not prepared for I was not. What he's doing. I, I don't know how to do this. Hold on. <clears throat> Five dial pressure point chicken cooking technique. <laughs> Wait, when did Beautiful. Clank learn to speak English? <laughs> Beautiful. It's the singularity. As was foretold. We mustn't let it happen, or the appliance uprising will take us all. Oh, no, they're going to kill Clank. Self-destruct. Van quickly unplugs Clank and rolls him out of the back door of the arena. Van Van. Van Van quickly unplugs the... (laughs) As you frantically prepare your dish, you notice Ashley has her spell book out. Is she going to use some dark magic to turn the tide? This bitch. (laughs) You've got the book of her own. You've got a book of your own, and you're desperate not to see her win another battle. Should you take this opportunity to fight magic with magic, even if it's almost certainly evil magic? Obviously, the game doesn't want you to. Mm. Do it the hard way. We should do it, though. The hard way. Do it the hard Hard way. way. (laughs) All right, we'll do it the hard way. Who needs magic when you've got passion? I'm going to do it the hard way. (laughs) Colonel Sanders sees that you've chosen to win on your own terms and gives you a subtle wink from across the room. Ew. (laughs) Winking doesn't make that noise. (laughs) (laughs) I believe in you, Bob Song. I hate everyone. (laughs) Miriam notices too. And I've always believed in you, Bob Song, since we were little kids, because I'm your best friend forever. You turn to notice that Miriam is at your station cheering for you. Miriam, what about your dish? If you're here cheering, who's cooking? Tiny food, short cooking time. I'm actually already done, so I thought I'd help you. Oh, that's sweet, but... Miriam tosses a handful of spices directly into your boiling noodles. It's the secret ingredient! Oh, no. <laughs> However, she doesn't know that you lied and the ingredient was made up. And where in the world did she get Eye of Newt from? Oh, um, no. Some Newt's walking around You shouldn't have lied to her. <laughs> the boiling pot explodes, sending Miriam flying backwards. The watery <laughs> noodles begin to swirl <gasps> in the air, bubbling up in a dark cloud that thickens and congeals before your very eyes. <gasps> okay, listen, who would have thought that lying to her halfway through the game <laughs> <laughs> would change the end of the game. <laughs> what? Yeah. God damn it. Oh, no. This game has paths, I tell you. Bork monster. I thought he was Borko. Steve, wait, what happened to Borko? You're not even here to battle me, are you? Reese, Bork monsters are money. <laughs> I think Porco had the day off, but you have conjured Steve, and I hate to battle, so I'd say you do it pretty all right. Oh, hey, you're in the middle of a cookie competition. I love this stuff. It's better than TV. You crazy kids and your culinary skills really impress me. Mind if I hang out? I'm sorry, Steve, but I'm kind of in the middle of something. Do you mind? Steve, this bork monster notices that you've got the grimoire stashed beneath your cooking station. I see what you're up to. Crisscross some magical items and accidentally summoned me, huh? Uh, yeah, 
You guessed it, sorta. If you're here, would you mind tossing some fresh noodles in a pot of some salted water? I'd love to. I've always wanted to be a top chef, actually. You know, when I was just a little spork pup back in the old country. You can see Spork Monster winding up to tell a very long and involved story. You don't know exactly where they came from, but it seems like it was probably lonely there. Actually, you know what? Maybe you should watch from the stands. I really need to focus on this competition. I understand. It's kind of like that time in monster school that I had fallen asleep during Skeletor's class and when I woke up. You toss a serious stare at Steve and he takes the hint. Never mind. I'll tell you later. Good luck. <laughs> Having suffered this huge setback, you don't know how you could ever win. You, we can uh, Give up summon extra out. power from deep down within uh, ourselves. Drop out. Give drop up and drop out of culinary drop school. Out. Yeah, uh, we're we're drop not, out, Frank. That, that <laughs> We've been recording too long. Let's do the right answers. <laughs> we gotta, we gotta, we gotta Start go. the game from the beginning. I can do this. I have what it takes. I came here to win. Your hair turns mac and cheese colored orange and culinary energy flows through your body. All right, I feel like that's a bad I want condition. mac and cheese so bad right now. <laughs> My heart is pure. My hands are steady. My taste buds have been preparing their entire lives for... <laughs> Ghost of Student says. Yes, Bob-san. You are the chosen one. You will avenge me. The power you'd been summoning immediately fades back out. You interrupted my inspiring monologue. Sorry. My heart is pure. My hands are steady. My taste buds are preparing in their entire lives for this moment. I will show the world my cookery. You begin to levitate off the ground. Energy courses through your body. You know that with this power you can do anything except turn back time, which would be super useful because you were, while you were powering up, your chicken pot pie overcooked in the oven and can't be served. Oh my gosh. But don't oh, worry, dear Bob-san. You may have suffered some setbacks, but all is not lost. Impressed with your fortitude, Colonel Sanders decides that you have earned his support. I've been watching you today, and I must say, I'm truly <laughs> impressed. You've been thinking on your feet and rolling with the punches. <laughs> he steps up to your station and stands right beside you. I'm here to help. Ugh. All you've managed to make is mac and cheese, and time is almost up, so you're going to need it. But Colonel Sanders, what about the test? What will happen to you? What about the rules? Following the rules has never really been my thing. I follow my heart. Stop. <laughs> what a guy. Colonel Sanders unfolds a delicate white towel to reveal the most delicious fried chicken tenders you'd ever laid your eyes on. And besides, sometimes unexpected combinations can have surprising effects that surpass their individual efforts. Are you suggesting? If we combine forces, we can, we can form the perfect food union. Time's up, students! With time expired, it's moments. it's the moment everyone has been waiting for. You must now prepare to present your dishes. A handful of students stand tall, but the class seems incomplete. It seems we're missing some students. Puff? Clank? From off screen, you hear a pure and innocent giggle that can only come from one student. <laughs> I'm flying. It sounds like it's coming from that broom closet over there. Mariel, would you mind? Inside the closet, you see Pop hanging on a broom hook by the elastic of his underpants. Puff, get down from there right now! Let me guess. Did Van Van have something to do with this? When someone asks for a wedgie, who am I to refuse? I thought a wedgie was a salad. It looks like Pop 
is illuminated from the challenge, seeing how it didn't cook anything. <laughs> oh, I can't feel my legs. May I be excused? Sure. You kids and your pranks. I must say, it's not the worst prank in UCS. AL history. <laughs> but it's not exactly yearbook material either. I mean, yeah, I don't know why I said that. Wait a second. Pranks! Pranks! Clank! What did that pressure cooker run off to? You wait to hear his signature whir, beep, or other onomatopoeia, but there's none. Somehow, he got must have. He got must have? Somehow he got must have gotten. <laughs> <laughs> That, that is what it says, though. Okay. He's not reading it wrong. Oh, yeah, right. There's a typo. Yeah. He got, well, he got, must have gotten. He got, must have gotten. He got, must have gotten a I guess. We'll have to figure that out later. That leaves only four remaining students. Please collect your final projects. Yes, it has been a long semester. Three, long days. <laughs> Three days. Wow. Three whole days long. But after days of hard work, the time has come for me to eat. Miriam, please step forward. Now, describe your dish. I've made tender udon noodles and savory soup. It's so tiny. My word, it's so delicate. It's that teeny tiny narutamaki. Must five for love float in this itty bitty bowl? Yes, chef. Please. Come, Pickles. <laughs> chef is my father's name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sprinkles, and some green tea made from baby tea leaves that I picked myself. Sprinkles carefully sniffs around the dish before opening his mouth and letting just the tip of his pink dog tongue dip into the bowl. Sublime. Would anyone else like a taste? Oh, come on. I'm not... One of those dogs who doesn't floss? I even have a really cute electric toothbrush for dogs. Fine. I'll enjoy it all by myself. And in a flash, the entire meal has been devoured. Not that it took much. It was less than a thimble's worth of soup. A plus! Rarely do I taste a dish which is much love poured into it as yours. Miriam is overjoyed. She gives you a big hug. Thank you, Bobson, for helping me to believe in myself. Van Van? You're up. Yeah, Van <laughs> Now, describe oh, your yeah. death. I made uni over smooth egg custard in an axe-hewn urchin shell topped with caviar. Did you skewer one type of urchin with spines from a second, different colored type of urchin? Yes, Sprinkles. A bit much, don't you think? That's exactly why I did it. A bit much is kind of my brand. Doesn't it look cool? Sprinkles leans in to sniff the uni, but he can't get his nose close on account of all the spikes. He begins to paw it erratically, <laughs> causing the custard to slosh around. <gasps> That's a good part. <laughs> Please be gentle with my cuisine. <laughs> Finally, Sprinkles goes all in, tongue first, but he can't get past all the needles. He reels back as his tongue is poked and prodded. Ouch! My tongue! The professor appears to be having an allergic reaction to the sting. Yeah. I can't eat this. <laughs> it keeps poking my tongue. Disqualified! Oh, no! A stunning turn of events. 
Who would have thought that serving food in a bowl made of needles could make it <laughs> difficult to eat? Dejected, Von Von does not go gentle into the night. Disqualified for glamour? Don't discount simplicity. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the last you've heard of me. Next to that, Ashley, it's time to step up. Now, describe your dish. I made orange blossom Turkish delight in a light rose water syrup, topped with French meringue and connected by sugar glass. That actually doesn't sound too bad. Indeed, it's quite delightful. However, I'd ask that you please refrain from eating it or attempting (laughs) to taste it in any way. It's, like, very fragile, and I meant it to be a display piece. Don't eat the food at a cooking school? Got toast in your ears or something, Bob-san? <laughs> I told you, it's a display piece. <laughs> Ashley, I must say, it is beautiful. However, this is a cooking competition at a cooking school. Yeah, which is why I cooked it. And, like, did an extremely good job cooking it, too. I, like, didn't really realize that we were, like, having, like, an eating exam. If I wanted to be judged on eating, I'd go to, like, the College of Eating School for the Hungry. (laughs) I suppose you could, like, smell it if you, like, absolutely insisted. But... Don't breathe too hard, either. Um, you might disrupt the sugar spiral. If the food cannot be eaten, it cannot be judged. You are disqualified! Rage overtakes Ashley, and she finally... <sighs> and finally cannot keep her two-faced routine up. You wouldn't know high and cuisine if it cooked you! <laughs> and with that, Ashley storms off to rededicate herself to being the best, but this time without being shackled by trying to be fake nice and liked by everyone. This isn't the last you've heard of me either! If the class gets much smaller, I'll be teaching myself. You and Colonel Sanders, the final cooks, step up together. Oh, that babe. Two chefs? Too many cooks. <gasps> mac cooks. and cheese. What began as a bowl of delicious mac and cheese. Come on, show it. <laughs> has become something else. Ooh. Oh. The famous bowl. Now we're looking at a famous mm. bowl combination. I want mac and cheese so bad. I don't I don't know if anybody gets it. <laughs> but I want mac and cheese. I, I get it. Now. <laughs> The game is working. (laughs) He examines it closely, (laughs) sniffing and eyeing the bowl. Uh Uh-oh, I don't have a good feeling about this. From somewhere in the room, a literal drum roll plays. Frank can hear a drum roll right now. Just what I thought. I've seen everything in this kitchen. You give me this. This. Thing. And completely blow me away. In my 49 dog years of life, I've never tasted anything so delicious and perfectly balanced. It's so delicious, in fact, that everyone passes the class. You pass, you pass, and you pass, and you get a pass. Everyone gathers around and partakes of the mac and cheese bowl. They all seem to transcend this reality into another dimension. You win. Together, you and Colonel Sanders have made a new menu item. The new menu item is so impressive that even Van Van and Ashley are drawn back in by its magnetic fragrance. When they gaze upon your mac and cheese bowl, they admit that you are indeed an excellent chef. 
Sprinkles declares that you have passed. Everyone has passed. There were supposed to be more battles, but come on, how could they be better than this one? Now that the school year is completed and everyone has graduated, the students return for one last assignment to get their groove on. Scene change into a dance hall. The cafeteria has been completely redecorated in order to serve as the site of the school's graduation dance. Compared to the massive high-tech cooking arena, the humble decor seems downright cute and cozy. (laughs) <laughs> DJ Dog in the house! Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> DJ Dog in the house! You, <laughs> you know that Sprinkles was a master chef, but also a world-renowned turntablist? Ooh, let the dog who, sa- <laughs> who says you can't teach an old dog new tricks? Van Van and Ashley tell everyone that they were Whoa. committed to them. Wow. Yeah, costume change for these guys, and uh, Van Van's got got some bulge going on. Van Van and Ashley tell <laughs> everyone that they've committed themselves to righting the wrongs they did while they were the villains. Oh. <laughs> for a moment, you actually believe them. Not another haunting. The ghost is back. No ghosts allowed at graduation. It's clearly written in the school's bylaws. It was never actually a ghost. It was all the trick to get you to finally notice me. No, he takes the blanket (laughs) off, and it's just the student. Oh, amusing. And now that everyone's together... It's the Spork Monster. He's totally mellowed out. Everyone, the Spork Monster is no more. From here on out, I prefer that everyone refer to me by my new name. Party monsters! Students try to <laughs> student tries to finish what he had to say, but everyone was too wrapped up talking to Spork. Sorry, party monster. Dejected student walks off. Maybe things mm. didn't work out for Miriam romantically, but she found the love in her cooking, and you know she's gonna do great. A red carpet rolls across the floor of the ballroom. It's like a Hollywood movie premiere. Who could command such an entrance? It's Pop. He's arrived late <laughs> to the dance, but apparently for good reason. Walking the carpet, you see it perched atop his dirty chef's hat. A crown? Welcome back, Pop. I know you weren't able to complete the final exam and accept your diploma. So we had it mailed directly to your father. We figured it was the least we could do for the school's dean. Oh. And we get a new wing on the school. Not to mention the honor of educating the son of the chancellor of such and such. The music of the dance is interrupted by the sound of sparking and electric hissing. It's Clank, who has arrived late to the dance, (laughs) Clank says. Now that I have graduated, I can reveal my truth. Oh my god, he had secrets? (laughs) Everybody has secrets. Oh, he's still doing the talking thing. I am Clank, and I am not of this earth. I am actually from a far away planet in another dimension. What? What? I actually feel like I knew this the whole time. (laughs) Now that I have learned the ways of your kind, I must return. Miriam, will you come with me? Wow. I don't know what to say. Besides, no. uh, Obviously, I have just begun to learn who I really am. And this isn't the time for me to devote my life to figuring out who you are, Clank. You're blown away by Miriam's maturity. It's pretty clear she's managed to surpass you in that regard. I understand. Kind of. Humans are weird. A portal opens up and Clank disappears through it. Finally, Colonel Sanders arrives. (laughs) Damn! (laughs) So Colonel Sanders arrives wearing uh, wearing the hell out of a white tee (laughs) and some skinny khakis. (laughs) Throw some water on it. (laughs) Colonel! Colonel! (laughs) 
Howdy, classmates. Oh, bro. <laughs> Just like the first day you met him, he has come prepared to feed the entire class. However, it's not enough to just give them a bucket of chicken. This time, it's full a full meal. I didn't get to be oh. the most famous chicken man in the history of chicken, chicken man. and man. <laughs> by not reminding people to go out and buy my chicken. The end? We get a question mark on the screen. What? That's not quite aligned what? properly, if I'm being honest. A little typography bothering me. No, it's not the end. <laughs> Go back to the scene. As everyone feasts on their delicious chicken dinner, Colonel Sanders finds you sitting at the edge of the dance floor. Bob Zan. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> what are you doing sitting all alone? Oh, <laughs> oh, you know. Everyone hates you, Tom. <laughs> everyone hates for the you. Right person, I think it's right. Only it. no, you. It's yeah. disgusting. I love it. You I don't have it. to see it in action. You don't get to. <laughs> you, you could don't have video it. Thing. I want to see it. <laughs> he keeps like biting his knuckles. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. Uh, Say it, Tom. <laughs> tell, tell us the, the line, Tom. <laughs> I wonder, might you tell me, Ew. what are the qualities that Don't. you would expect to find in such a lucky person? Now he's biting his thumb, everybody. Off the top of my head, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Spicy musk, <gasps> oh. and a degree from the University of Cooking School, Academy of Learning. Uh, just to name a few. Laying on heavy. It truly is my lucky day. Shut up! <laughs> Would you dance with me? Ew, no! Yes! I would love to. <laughs> As you glide across the dance floor, hand in hand with Colonel Sanders, the future stretches out in front of you. And once my 100th franchise is up and running, I'll be ready to take a day off, and I'll be so glad to spend it together. Together with you, Bob Son. Open your eyes. <laughs> Open them. How sweet. Keep them closed. We'll work together and play together. It. Uh, Colonel Sanders it, stops it, dead in his tracks. Oh. Oh no. Work together. Well, um, I think this is something I'll just need to do by myself. Oh. <gasps> but who will help you run your restaurants? I don't believe I need help. Besides, based on your time at school here, do you really think running restaurants is the best path forward? Oof, not the perfect ending. Could it Ouch. be you found a love connection but failed to earn Colonel Sanders' respect as a chef? <laughs> Can you live with only half of him? Will you be able to endure Aww. sharing him with his other love, the life of an entrepreneur? Suppose I could enroll at pastry school. Oh, my dear Bob Sound. I'm sure that you'll find your place eventually. And along the way, you'll have me by your side. The end. Oh, wow. Wow. What a letdown. Wow. KFC presents. Wow. And then it restarts and oh you go back God. to the main menu. So congratulations. We did a what, what table a letdown read, in essentially. That you were uh, hoping to get laid. Colonel Sanders. You wanted wow. the super sexy ending? <laughs> No, I wanted the not depressing ending. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you kind of have to play it again now, right? Us, yeah, well, yeah. we're not doing that this evening. I have we're not, not seen that. the perfect <laughs> ending, but I guess that there Speed is run. one. There were a few outcomes I hadn't seen there that you I had picked Pop to pair up with Miriam, and they also went on a date, and they went to a shush place, which sounded very 
awkward. It turns out a shush place was a museum, and they they like he was yelling so much they kept calling telling him to shush, oh. so they called it a shush oh. place. Um, That's it's. I think it's really weird that KFC would put their name on something that <clears throat> would potentially have like an adult going on a date with a child. Yeah, it's it's weird overall, it's, man. It's weird overall. The whole <laughs> thing is bizarre. It's a yeah. finger licking good food. That's food. That is for food. <laughs> and then dating simulator. Yeah. That yeah, is not weird. food. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I eat You're dating simulators. Like I don't you. see it that way. I'm just, like, just, oh, is this a food game or is this a game that I don't want to play? I don't know. <laughs> There's only two options. Is it a food game or is it a game I don't want to play? All right. Well, since we went so long, I'll, uh, I'll I'll try and just wrap this up real quick and we'll get into our notes about about like your your thoughts about the game as we usually do. So we're playing this game on, on the eve of something that's pretty pretty interesting that made the news you might have caught. Have you heard any KFC related news recently? No. Oh, Oh, nothing. Oh, okay. I guess I have to pull it up then. Hold on a second. Okay. Real quick on Twitter or not on Twitter on Twitch. You can see I'm sharing it debuted on December 14th. uh, Recipe for seduction. It is a KFC and lifetime original mini movie that stars Mario Lopez as Colonel Sanders. And this isn't the trailer. Sorry. Here's the trailer. You can watch the whole thing on YouTube right now. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Wait. Mario Lopez is the colonel? Yes. This is real? This is like it's a, this it's a isn't real. Who the hell are you? I'm the colonel. I <laughs> Can't so uh, yeah, it's, you can watch it on YouTube right now. It's 19 minutes. It was produced with Lifetime. So uh, yeah, I assumed that someone had heard of it. So it's very timely that we're Did doing this game. Did you watch it? I haven't oh watched it yet. God. I didn't realize it was out. It just came out. Might have been just Funny. a couple days ago that the full movie came out. Yeah. So that has given us such headlines as why KFC is pushing a sexy Colonel Sanders Lifetime movie. And uh, what is this? I'm sorry, but like, like <laughs> yeah, I said the marketing before, campaign, I don't he's know. like an older gentleman man who just like likes chicken what is this shit <laughs> no he's you don't he's know the sexy. colonel all right so <laughs> all right we'll we'll save we'll save our our feedback for for our, our sections coming up shortly but quickly our metacritic score or the metacritic score which is the aggregate of critic reviews who score it from zero to a hundred any guesses on what the standing metacritic score of this game is uh how about 100 tom? <laughs> tom first i am gonna say I'm going to say 70. 70. Carly? 62. Hunter? 69. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Grace? Purposeful. Uh, uh, 72. Wow. 72. All right. Well, Frank, are you back by any chance? Same little... What? <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, won't worry about it. Okay. Well, the actual Metacritic <laughs> score for this game is 50. Yeah, it did oh. not do oh. as hot as it should have. So that makes Carly the closest. Congratulations, Yay. Carly. Any guesses what the like user it. score for this game would be? So users across the internets. Uh, that This is out of uh, zero to one to ten. I'm going to stick with my original yeah. I'm going to stick with my original. Okay. Uh, 7.0 for Tom. Hunter? 6.9. <laughs> okay. And Chris? Do <laughs> you think users liked it more than, than the critics? What do you think? I, I actually would go down just to like a 6.2, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Okay. 
That is funny, Grace. If you would have stayed there, you would have almost nailed it. It's a 7.1, and you had a 72 before. So the closest is Tom, 7.0. Congratulations. Hooray! All right, a couple quick reviews. Tom, go ahead first. From GameSpace. A short, devoid of any real serious game-changing choices or any long-term progression. It is, however, a gorgeously constructed distraction. Right, that's what we need sometimes, right? Uh, Hunter? Gaming trend. I love you, Colonel Sanders. A finger-licking good dating simulator is fun for a free laugh, but will bore visual novel veterans with its one-note supporting cast. Stay for the art style, but feel free to grab your chicken to go if you're in a hurry for something else. Okay, gaming trend. 69 out of 100. No, it's 50 out of 100. I think they're taking this game a little too seriously. All right, Frank, what do you got? I don't think you're taking it seriously enough. Oh, from Kotaku. From Kotaku, I came away from, I love you, Colonel Sanders. Confused more than anything. It's not actively hostile towards the genre, but also it doesn't take the genre seriously enough to be funny to fans of it. So really defending no the score. dating sims there. <laughs> Grace, what do you have there? Gamers Heroes. The idea of dating the figurehead of KFC is a novel one, <laughs> but I love you, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> oh my God, I can't do it. I love you, Colonel Sanders is a joke with no punchline. Dipping into the absurd is fine, but the lack of follow-through makes this visual novel drier than the fast food chain's biscuits. Wow, okay. gamers heroes. Fuck first you, first of, of all. <laughs> first of all, those biscuits are delicious. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. That's how I Hashtag not an ad. Just a fan, you know? Review from Bambi Roo. It actually has a plot and would make sense if it wasn't about KFC at all and was just a parody of cooking animes and absurd dating sims. It is also much longer than you would think a game meant to advertise a restaurant would be and you do have to put in effort to get the best ending. The message, food that is simple but well done is better than fancy food you can't actually eat, was also good and actually unique. Honestly, it is a message I could scream at the folks bake on and the baking shows that make cakes that shoot fire and are mostly fondant and icing that nobody could actually stomach. But it isn't perfect. The options are often limited or really obvious. The game also tries a little too hard at the LOL random humor. But at the end of the day, it did make me want to eat some KFC. This was surprisingly effective as an advertisement as well as a game, so it did its job. Right, so that was one user review and some critic reviews from Metacritic. Okay, so now we ask the question. Well, the critics didn't love it that much. Got a 50 overall. We heard some some criticisms. Is this garbage someone else's treasure? It holds Okay, well it holds a very positive score on Steam with 8,727 reviews. That's a free game. And we have a couple user reviews here. Let's see. Let's go backwards. Carly, this one's quick for you there. From Hero 28 I really want KFC now. 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 Tom. Name says, no matter which ending you get, you do not get to see Colonel Sanders naked. Zero out of ten. <laughs> well, we did not recommend it, though. That's definitely how Hunter felt. I know that. Eve, thank He's you. Upset, yeah. Frank, for you. Drago Fishblood says, uh, a 90-minute unskippable ad for KFC. Recommended. <laughs> and now we all know that took way longer than 90 minutes. It did. It took long. Well, I mean, to be fair, we were reading very slowly. Tom. Hunter. Everyone's Idol Goro says, 
Looks like a joke, but it's a really well done joke. 10 out of 10. Would date Colonel Sanders anytime again. <laughs> um, was this one good? Nah, not good. Not good enough. Not good enough for us. Okay. <laughs> So what about our scores? It's time we, we gave have this standards. <laughs> yeah, we have standards <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah, that's what this screams. <laughs> <laughs> but what Sexy about Sanders. our scores? It's time we gave this game a score it deserves using our Garbage Valley score system. Now, our score system is a little bit unique. We go from positive 10 all the way down to zero, and then we keep going to negative 10. That's a game that's so bad you enjoy it. So a negative 10 game gives you just as much enjoyment as a positive 10, and a zero is absolute waste of your time. It's in the middle of the valley. All right, so let's do our own scores and talk through uh, why we gave them those scores. How about on my list I have Tom first. Tom, what do you think? Hey, yeah. Um, oh, hey. Sorry, guys. I'm uh, <laughs> feeling a little bit chicken. Okay. You think you're going to get points for puns, <laughs> but you're not, Tom. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, works. I am. That was just not a good I just feel like uh, I'm in a place where I have to wing it. Oh my God! Does he have these written down, Grace? You can yes. tell us. Yeah, he does. He has them yes. written down. He does. <laughs> he does. I'm looking at them right now. <laughs> Say them all well, really fast, Grace, Grace so they don't make an impression what? on us. Well, wow, Grace, even worse I'm really is... sorry to feel fried. Oh my God! Oh my God! No, he. Can actually... I just get my one little kernel oh out? God. Oh my sure, God. do whatever you want to do. Thank you. you. Could you get on you the gravy cr- train like everybody else? They're Maybe. written down. Perhaps a uh, drum roll. No, get out of here. Your jokes okay. are dry. <laughs> oh, hers are better. I wow. thought Carly just mashed you. Oh. <laughs> I think that it was a lot of fun and primarily because we did all of the voices. But yeah. Yeah. you know what? Who says that? You, you can play a game however you want. So I'm going to say a negative seven. Bad, but enjoyment. Got it. All right. Uh, Carly, what do you think? I'm going to go with a negative five. It was definitely a bad game. It had lots of little errors here and there, but we had a blast. Well, at least I'll speak for myself. I had a blast (laughs) playing this game with you all and just reading voices. So I think there's a lot of fun to be had here, but it's it's not a good game. That's for sure. So (laughs) a a fun, bad game. Negative five. (laughs) Nice. Frank, what do you think? Uh, Yeah, I'm kind of in the same camp as everyone else. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with a negative six. Okay. It's fun. It's fun. It's not very long, but I mean, it's a it's a free ad from KFC. It's an ad. So what do you yeah. want? You want to uh, pay for an ad, Frank? Is that what you want? Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no there's no real. I mean, there's no real. You know, kind of you know, sexy ending. You know, with Colonel Sanders. It's you all. You know kinda, that you're gonna keep playing it. You got to find out. Well. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to stay with negative six. That's no, negative six. That's all she wrote. <laughs> Hunter, what do you think? My initial thought was to go with something like a negative eight or a negative nine. Because I really think, like like I said, with everybody else, I had a lot of fun doing the voices and playing in a big group of people. But then I had to stop and think about, like, if I was playing this game alone, like if we were reviewing this as like an actual garbage game, game night game, it's a really low score. But if you're playing it solo, one, the choices don't really matter because you either pick the right one or die. And then there's probably like, what, two to three or I guess five to six different choices that you can make throughout the game that affects your ending. Mm -hmm. I'm then reminded of the fact that it's just a giant corporate shill. (laughs) And if they actually wanted to make a game and make it worth 
like playing, they could have put time and effort into it. And I'm also reeling off of that like awful release of Cyberpunk, so I'm ready to like rip games apart <laughs> for you yeah. know what they offer and do not offer. And this game, like, if you're even though it's free, if you're actually trying to play it as a game and not as a look, we're doing this for a fun podcast. Like, <laughs> I I just can't see getting the joy out of it you'll laugh a little bit but even as the game went on i was kind of like okay we get it like yeah like you guys are are funny and it's funny to hear you saying but i would just like if i was just reading it alone yeah it feels i would like it drags just be like really bored it drags on i i've not played uh dating sims in the past but i'm sure that they usually have more than one option yeah, I, your, I did some research that I didn't get to, but yes, you are correct in assuming that there's usually multiple choices. And yeah. yeah, so and then of course you've got like all the little uh, spelling errors and and grammatical errors and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So like as a thirtieth episode, let's all have a good time and and you know read off and stuff. I get like a negative eight or a negative nine, but as an actual game, I would say like negative three because I think it it initially is like oh my god this is fun look at all the art style and then it wears like as it goes on it wears yeah it really wears quite quickly and there's not much holding it on beyond that cool got it all right grace oh so your final okay so you had a split score i agreed with carly pretty much i thought it was super super fun doing the voices with everybody because it was very interactive but if you took that away from me I I would definitely give it a lower score. <laughs> so I would give it a negative five. I think that's how we do it. Yeah. But if I were playing it alone, <laughs> I don't know that it would be that high. That sounds sad. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be. It'd be very depressing. You know, you do get to like make these different choices and and even though you do die like right away (laughs) if you make the wrong choice, like you do get to go back and fix it. And I think that that was kind of cute. I did. I do really want the mac and cheese right now. Yeah, the KFC KFC famous. Very badly. (laughs) So they did a great job of making me want food. Definitely great ad. It, it, it it's is a great ad. ad. <laughs> this is not um, an ad. Great ad. But <laughs> the game is great. A, ad. This was probably I don't I don't know if I want to say it was like the most fun I've had with you guys, but it was no. I don't know. It was it it's was very super seducer, it was wow. very it was different. It was entertaining and like you you interacted differently. All right. So <laughs> for my score, speaking of which, people playing this game alone, I did play this game alone and I provided my own voices doing different <laughs> voice for each character as I went along. And oh. maybe it speaks volumes about myself, but I had fun doing it. Um, I mean, I was doing it in the recording, which I'll air at some point, I guess. Oh I did God. not do oh, a Southern voice for Colonel Sanders, but yeah, I'll, I'll air that probably. Can you give us what your Colonel Sanders Yeah, yeah. Can, can we? I think it was, just, it was just a, I didn't go for Southern at all. It was just like a smooth, sexy voice. And it was, oh, hello there so it, 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 i don't think it was uh i didn't go too southern with it um, Oni chan <laughs> my name was <laughs> chris san actually Whisper bob san <laughs> chris san <laughs> oh hello chris san um oh. <laughs> chris san hello chris san hello butterbiscuit <laughs> Yeah, so I I did play the game on my own, and I actually thought I had quite a bit of fun. Oh my God. I, I was doing it kind of performatively because I knew I was recording it. So playing it alone, 
yeah, the idea of someone playing this game alone, not for the purpose of like a podcast or airing it on Twitch or something and having fun is kind of weird, but it's a game that works when you're playing it with your friends. And, um, as, as a, as a meme, it's a, it's a joke, you know, I think it, I don't think any of us are very familiar with dating sim games, except in like Stardew Valley, perhaps. So I feel like it is hitting a lot of tropes on that kind of genre, though. I don't know, it feels like it is at least. And there's a lot of like kind of anime, I, I like how it plays off the kind of the anime tropes, stereotypes. The, the well. closest I've gotten to that would be uh, Mass Effect. Yeah, Mass Effect oh, has true, dating elements, sure, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I loved the the parody of kind of anime stuff and uh, it, it, I don't know who this development company is. I didn't actually get that far to see who the development company called PSYOP is, which sounds like a it's a psychological operation to make you... Uh, <laughs> Doesn't sound like they KFC, make KFC yeah. games. <laughs> but, by the way, real, real fast, there yeah. was actually a game called PSYOPs back in yeah. the day, and it was wicked good. Yeah, and it was one of those games that like was bef- like way ahead of its time, but yeah, it had like... It, it honestly reminds me a lot of Control. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. That's using it. Like cybernetic, cyber, cybernetic powers and stuff. Cyber yeah, you powers. found it. Yeah, yeah. That game was badass, man. All right. Um. Yeah. So I actually, I, um, as I did play it on my own, but again, I said I was doing it performatively. I had fun doing that. But yeah, it's not a not a game that can stand on its own. You won't have fun playing it as like for its gameplay aspects. It's a it's a narrative story that has some like funny jokes in it. it. I thought it was fun that like every time I criticized the game, I was like, did they mess something up? What does that even mean? Then the inner dialogue would say, what does that even mean? Or it's like, what is it with their <laughs> weird insults? You know, every every kind of criticism I had like that, it seemed to rebut. And uh, I felt like it was it was pretty clever in a lot of ways. There are like a couple different paths you can go down, but you're right, Hunter, that there's only like six probably different things, like choices you would make throughout the game that would affect the perfect ending. Now, I'm impressed that they put this much time into this game. I don't know. It's, it's, it's this weird thing that somehow got, maybe it's not that money much money for Yum brand to throw out to create this weird thing for us all to be hungry for KFC tonight. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. I, like, I want to applaud it on one hand for being this weird random thing. On the other hand, I'm like, they did the corporate research and decided that that investment of money was good for the stakeholders. <laughs> I don't know. It, you corporate <laughs> chill, you. But I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad this thing exists, and I thought it was enjoyable. I I could Just hold the KFC bucket up already. I know you've got one there, ready to show to the camera. So here it is. Here is the award. It's a KFC bucket sized appropriately yes. to be a pen holder. <laughs> but Amazing. let me finish my score. I could go, honestly. It could also hold one drumstick. It could hold one. It could be a drumstick holder, too. Yeah, you can't really see it in the light, but it, it has KFC here and finger looking good um, embossed on the other side. Oh so, my yeah. God. That's a thing someone already <laughs> had created in the 3D printing model world. So I didn't need to create that or anything. Someone's already got that out there. I, I guess I, honestly, I'm kind of like, is it a bad game? I guess it's a bad. It's bad because it's so short. And all right, so I'll, I'll put it in the negatives. But I would I would go pretty high with it. I had a lot of fun playing it on my own, which you'll see when in that when I air that recording if you choose to tune in. <laughs> but I I'd say negative seven. I think um, is, is how high I'll go. I got a lot of enjoyment out of it. And tonight was like everyone else said. I had a blast doing this. I was so excited when I realized that they didn't have voices and we could all do voices for them. So <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of fun <laughs> with this, guys. And let's get to the part that uh, everyone's been waiting for. So. So I have been keeping a tally that mostly came from when people did voices that uh, I, I loved the effort and uh, went went far out of their way, and, and as well as the normal things about getting points correct or scores correct with Metacritics, etc. Uh, it was neck and neck, and 
our very own man from Kentucky was top of the list until at the very end, Carly, you, you squeaked it out with uh, getting the uh, exact right, oh no, almost right uh, Metacritic score. So congratulations, Carly. You, wow. The, the vegan amongst us Carly. will win the KFC bucket. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I will cherish Ew. it forever. <laughs> Tom, can you give us one more good send-off congratulating Carla? So much chicken from your God, I'm going to have nightmares. (laughs) But honestly, everyone did a... I mean, I thought you did a great job embodying Miriam. Carly, I thought you really got into the anime spirit of it all. Um, But everyone, you did fantastic jobs. Tom, it felt like you were being paid by... You thought you were being paid by the minute um, for how long you were doing your voices, but they were all very good. (laughs) And he had three unique ones. You you did a great job cycling between them, yeah. Hunter, Spork Monster was phenomenal. It was good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty Spark sure Monster my voice is like fucked Spark for tomorrow. Monster and Van Van. It had a little bit of like a Stitch in it from Lilo and Stitch. It was, it was, it was a, so I didn't really know what I was going to do. And then, and then I saw the picture and I was like, all right, Stitch and Golem Schmeagel mix. <laughs> wow, that's is good. what I'm going yeah, that's for. that's what it was. <laughs> And I, I wish uh, uh, if Bob, if you're still in chat, I really wanted to have Bob doing uh, Sanders uh, as and uh, oh. right next to Frank playing the the player. But yeah, Bob couldn't join us this evening. But uh, you, you did a great job uh, last minute doing a Southern gentleman. So I appreciate Ugh. that, uh, Tom. God, disgusting. <laughs> no, Tom, Tom has to send us out tonight. Well, everybody. No. Oh, God. <laughs> The, like the the, the I just want to say <laughs> thank you for having your eyes all over me. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Have a great night. Oh, I'll be sexy, crazy. Colonel Sanders. Thank you. <laughs> I'll be thinking of you, stupid sexy Sanders. <laughs> oh, it's so horrifying. Clips in this podcast were used in compliance with the U.S. copyright fair use exemption for criticism and commentary. Garbage Game Night makes no claims to ownership over any games played and has no affiliation with any developer or publishing company. For additional references on cited articles and quotes, check our episode-related blog at garbagegamenight.com. Or if you have a comment about the game we reviewed or have a suggestion, drop us a line.